0: A older. We got a lot of talk, talk about today. About today. And my perspective a whole here. lot. This I is one of them. To that's
1: been down with you
0: got to get your shit together, type of uh, B. O. B. sessions today. Fans. I'm just hoping you know him. Anyone who's ever
1: gave
0: me a lesson, we got get to get our shit together today. <laughs>
2: I come from a generation of pain, will murder his minor. Rebellious and more jealous, a trip you for designer. (laughs) Own violence, make the wrong turn, be your whirl of the world alignment, residue burn, mist at in the inner city, miscommunication to keep homo detector busy, no protection is risky, desensitized, I vandalize pain, covered up and camouflage, get used to hearing arsenal rain, analyze, risk your life, take the charge, homies don't fuck your baby mama once you hit the yard, that's culture, 23 hour lockdown, then somebody called, said your little nephew was shot down, the coaches involved, I done seen niggas do 17, hit the halfway house, get out and get his brains blown out, looking to buy some weed, car washes played out, New for Fummy accounts a proceed. A brand new victim will shatter those dreams. The culture.
3: we
0: talking about it today, this morning. Wake that ass up. Yes, sir.
2: Proof rover in my mama's sofa was a doodle pop a hair trigger, walk up closer, ain't no photo shopping freeze bipolar, polar, Grab you by your pockets. No option if you froze up, always play the offense. Niggas going to work and selling work late for work, working late, praying for work, but he on paperwork. That's the culture. Point the finger, promote the protection. They go, hold we you. got a the lot to talk about today. Y'all can miss me. I want to represent for us. what I done for you. Grand
0: Rising, good morning. Or whatever you want to call it. I'm more of the good morning type, but you know that Grand Rising, it's been, it's been, it's been, uh, trending for like the last two years. But I'm more of a just a simple good morning type. Matter of fact, if you a good morning type, just put good morning. If you a grand rising type, put the grand rising in there. I just, you understand Celebrate what I'm saying? When come back I'm just a good morning type, though. You know what I
2: we mean? The skin I was in, that truly suffered. Temptation and patience, everything that the body nurtures. I felt the good, I felt the bad, and I felt the worry. But all in all, my productivity has stayed urgent. Face fears, always knew that I would make it here. Where the energy is magnified and persevered. to my brother, to my kids, I'm in heaven. To my mother, to my sis, I'm in heaven. To my father, to my wife, I am serious. this is heaven. To my friends, make sure you count me them blessings. To my fans, make sure you make them investments. And to the killer that spared up my demise, I forgive you, just know your soul's in question. Keep that genius in your brain on the move Until my neighborhood let the good prevail Make sure them babies and the leaders out of jail Look for salvation when troubles get real Cause you can't help the world until you help yourself And I can't blame the hood the day that I was killed You had to see it, that's the only way to feel And though my physical will reap the hey. benefits The energy they carry on and mix still I want you
0: Man, listen, man, make sure Make sure that you are sharing the room because this is going to be one of the ones that This is between me and you This is going to be one of the ones That you don't want to miss And you don't want people to miss Because Listen It's a lot going on in the economy Listen, it's going to be some big losers And some big winners That's gonna t- It's going to be some big wins and big losses That's going to take place and you, you really want to make sure that you're on the winning side of the equation. How do you make sure that you're on the winning side of the equation? Well, you're going to have to make sure, number one, go ahead and hit that, that little share button at the bottom. Hit that share button at the bottom. Share the room. Um, so that's number one, um, you know, and, and, and do that real quick. And then after that, you want to make sure that you pay attention to... A lot of the folk that's going to be coming in to share today because, you know, we got some folk that have been through multiple, multiple recessions. You know, what I mean, have won in recessions. Right. And um, it, it, it's listen, you got it. You got to be in these kind of rooms. You, you just got to be in these kind of rooms. You got to be close to folk who are paying attention to the pulse of the market. Right, time in the market, right? And have a deep understanding of how to be able to maneuver in economic times like we're getting ready to potentially experience. Right. So um, yeah, that's what we're gonna be talking about today. So make sure that you uh buckle up and uh and make sure you got your pen and your pad situated because we're gonna be diving deep today. You know what I'm saying? So with that being said, listen. My name is Byron, real estate investor. Out of Houston, Texas, primarily focus on the wholesale space. Also do a little bit of uh, new construction, fix and flip, creative finance. Also owner of nine to five millions course uh, and masterclass uh, where I teach people how to leverage that nine to five while scaling into their business full time. Um, and if you want to get more info on that, make sure. You tap in with me And uh, I can get you
4: connected with that for sure uh, Oh, what's going on? Oh? Good morning, good morning Anil Parker, entrepreneur, real estate investor Owner of Becoming a Bank Mentorship Group We start a new That's it, but next one I teach you all the things I do in real estate uh, How to own real estate Uh-oh, I think your mic cut in
0: and out you can hear me now? Yeah, I hear
5: you
0: now. Yeah. Uh huh. What's the last thing you heard? It, it's just cutting in and out. I, I don't know what it's doing. I got you. I got you.
4: Yeah. Well, that's that's me.
0: That's me. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> What's going on? What's going on, Money Milk?
6: Man, I'm on
2: a little light workout this morning, but uh. <laughs> Milton Hill, entrepreneur, all things real estate, top flight friendship, all of here, bro.
1: Oh, man, oh, make it look good, man. I might have to join O class, man. I'll be posting all these videos lately, man. I have to teach me a few things. Yes, nah, man. man, definitely interested to hear what we got this morning, bro. Uh, I think it's coming.
0: You think it's coming?
2: I think it might be coming, bro. It's getting a little out of hand with everything these days, man.
0: Yeah, man you know you know what's going on diddy what's going on with it
1: man bless yes sir yes sir yeah man keep that with real estate Diddy. been in real estate six and a half years old fixing the flipping uh man we're buying some properties now um uh, man two-day transformation looking to scale up your business um systems processes uh, sales systems, uh, marketing, and everything. You're looking to scale up to six figures a month. Uh, definitely get with me. And also uh, sales guru. If you're looking to sharpen your sales skills, close more deals, sales negotiations, which I'm going to be teaching in the wealth community this Thursday, at eight p.m. Um, you definitely want to be in the building. You definitely want to uh, tap in with me. And uh, yeah, man, I'm ready for the, the top.
0: Yeah, man. Um, you know. What, what what you think about this whole situation? Did you think we headed into a you know an ugly recession? What, what's your thoughts on
1: that? Yeah, I mean it hit different every time. You know what I mean. Everything is different. It may you know this time it may not hit real estate like it did in Hawaii. You know what I mean. So I I don't know. You know it hit different, but I think we got to head that way anyway. You know what goes up must comes down. You know what I mean. This a part of it. But uh, I think that the stuff that we do on a daily basis, the type of real estate we do. All we gotta do is just adjust our prices. It's gonna really play in our benefit because the seller's gonna have to lose some swag and we back. You know what I mean? We back all the way.
0: <laughs> we're gonna we gonna we gonna talk about that. We're gonna talk about that, man, and, and what that look like, you know, for the real estate market, you know what I mean, and other businesses. You know what I mean? Because you know, the good thing about our business is I feel like, you know, we kinda like in, in a good position in terms of uh being able to uh you know, we 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 unfortunately, but fortunately, we capitalize uh, in markets like this. You know what I mean. And we we gonna dive deep into what that looks like. You know, um, you know, we, we're gonna talk about it. We're gonna talk about it. But we got my guy Lowe's in the building. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I know I I I I reached out to Lowe's last night. You know, uh, to speak on this topic because I know Lose, uh How was the uh, 2008 uh, crash for you?
7: man it, it was it was bittersweet man you know it was kind of depressing man because I, I wasn't in the position to take advantage like some of the other people but it, it, it wasn't too bad for me it, it was definitely eye open but i was just mad that i wasn't in the position like i am now to take advantage of yeah and see that matters
0: that matters yeah, absolutely you know
7: uh because when the
0: economy go on a discount you understand what i'm saying it's like you want to be in position to be able to pick up everything that you possibly can is that is that kind of kind of what you could you kind of allude
7: to yeah hell yeah like right now everything gonna sell crypto down stocks down real estate up but if you know how to find deals there's great deals out there like the world on sale right now if you ain't in position man you need to get in a position mm. how
0: long you think this real estate gonna be uh up like this
7: you know from, from just just from my perspective man honestly it looked like you know the real estate is really what's helping keeping the economy up finance in general um and, and real estate so you know it, it's kind of hard to say right now you know I think maybe over the next six months It'll be a lot easier to see You know, as job reports come out So we'll see how many jobs being created How many jobs being lost That's really gonna kind of let us know About how, how the real estate market Will continue to boom Or will it slow down Or, or will it continue to slow down Because it's still booming It just ain't as booming as high as it was You know, 12 months ago But it's still up You know what I'm saying? Yeah
8: Hmm
0: Well, we are gonna see We are gonna see Diddy say he waiting for some of them sellers to lose some of that swag they got. Diddy, what's yeah. going on with that swag situation? You got
1: to think about it, man. Like, you know, they've been having swag, man, for the last what year, year or two. Like, you know, the market been good though. But I'm talking about, you know, them sellers been a little different the last two years. Yeah. And for us, you got to think about it. We direct the seller. Everybody always say everything go on sale, but shit, who, 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 who touching the sales quicker? Mm. You know, our job is, is just don't want to sell off everything to Wall Street and keep it. Mm. If we can do that, then You a winner.
0: Well, we gonna be, listen, man. Sound like we got a lot to talk about today, man. Ashley, how you feeling this morning? I just, I'm just trying to understand how you feeling this morning. I know, I, I saw, I saw your little, uh, I saw your little, the news segment. I was blown away. I was blown away. Um, you know. How how you feeling? How you feeling? I know you got a lot going on in and outside of this economy. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) It's a lot of moving parts. I'm just saying, you know.
9: (laughs) Hey y'all, listen. I received a message that said, "I'm waiting for the hey y'all." That's what I'm concerned about. (laughs) That's what I'm waiting on. So hey y'all, how y'all doing? I miss y'all too. Listen, I do have a lot of moving parts. Yeah. <laughs> in, yeah, in and out of the economy, I have a lot of moving parts, but I'm doing pretty good. How y'all doing?
0: Man, blessed, man, blessed, man. I'm, listen, I'm, 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 I'm ready for all of the economic smoke.
9: Whew. I I'm feel like ready. y'all are gonna come with a lot of it too, Byron, because you're ready, you fired. I'm, I'm ready
0: up. for the economic <laughs> smoke. However it go, man, I'm ready, man. I'm, you listen, I'm ten toes. Mm.
9: Let's get ready. Mm-hmm. I guess that means you are ready for the news so you can get into it. Man, let's get to it. All right. Hey, y'all. Hey, good morning. Good morning. Good morning to each and every one of you. Thank y'all so much for tapping into the B.O.B. morning show right here on Clubhouse every Tuesday, every Wednesday, every Thursday, 6 a.m. Central, 7 a.m. Central. Easter Standard Time right here in the building. You may have the PTR so I can be back at the top. Dr. Ashley B. wilkerson the host and thought leader of the Phenomenal Women Leading Club and community. Some of you may know there are two clubhouses right now. I'm gonna I, talk about it a little
8: bit. I kinda in heard B. about
9: the
0: i kind of heard about this but i'm 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 confused about it i, I didn't fully understand it i've seen a couple rooms pop up you know uh, on my little notifications but i couldn't really just join all the way in but i'm trying to understand there's two clubhouses going on what's going on with you got to school us. yeah
9: yes so there are two <clears throat> clubhouses right now and every time i come into this room in the morning it kicks me out for a quick second then i have to come back because my functions i have two different functions one of my screens have all the functions at the top and then the other screen have all the functions at the bottom <laughs> so if i click the functions at the top it kicks me out of the room then i have to come back and then my functions are back at the bottom <laughs> so i'm getting adjusted i'm getting adjusted over here um but the other side of clubhouse is by invitation only And once you get an invitation to go to the other side of Clubhouse, here's my thought process about it. Some of you may remember when Clubhouse was originally invitation only and you had to get on the app. And at that time, when people uh, tapped into your club, they could only follow your club and you had to make them a member you had to approve them becoming a member in your club and what that would have done is it would have given you the opportunity to select your members and invite them to member only events on clubhouse well something happened on the back end where the founders and the developers of the app they made every one of your followers your members and so that meant everybody was a member of the club well now the beta side of the app they are testing the function of invitation only club membership and if you create a club you will have the opportunity to determine who you want to invite to specific rooms in your club so your club will be given its own hallway on the other side of clubhouse your club will have its own hallway and your club can run multiple rooms simultaneously so think about it like a convention or a conference that you're hosting and you have breakout rooms and you have about 10 different breakout rooms going on simultaneously with different topics of conversations in each breakout room but they're all on the same hallway and they're all hosted by your club that's how the new side of clubhouse is functioning right now so there's a club and they have about 15 rooms going on simultaneously all on their hallway all underneath their club and uh, that's how I would describe it
0: so, basically, they saying if you got trolls in your room, it's your fault.
9: Basically. Basically, if you have trolls, uh, everybody has to be invited in. I think, I'm not sure, but I think you will be able to set the controls of who gets to invite people in, I think. Otherwise, you're going to have the same issue. If everyone can invite everyone, you're going to have the same issue. So we'll see how it goes. But it's in beta testing right now. Apparently, they have now... Um, Remove the opportunity for us to invite people over because too many people were inviting too many people uh, for their bandwidth and they're still trying to test the feature. So stay tuned. There are a lot of rooms popping up on Clubhouse uh, teaching you about the differences between the two sides of Clubhouse. So we'll see. I'm going to play around with it a little bit more today so I can learn a little bit more about the features on the other side of clubhouse
0: so what you're saying is you already got your invite that's what you're saying
9: <laughs> do you know who i am oh <laughs> let me find that.
0: let me find <laughs> i don't even know if 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 i got an invite i don't even know what the invite situation looked like that's my problem i don't even know i don't even know where to start so i'm, I'm gonna have to figure that piece out pray for me
9: Yeah, you got to figure that piece out. Go ahead and check your check all your notifications. I'll say, you know, when I was gone for the past two weeks, I saw the invitations come in, but I, you know, took completely two off two weeks off of Clubhouse. I didn't tap into it. Uh, So by the time I tapped into it yesterday, I was like member number, I think uh, a thousand and something. So you're numbered when you get over there. Um, And I'm member number eleven fifty six now wow. because i waited to accept the invitation so when you when you get over there it's going to now have a member number on your profile um and it's going to tell you who invited you and what your member number is over there
0: wow so yeah. you, it's kind of like the vip section of clubhouse that's kind of like what we're <laughs> dealing with
9: no it's a beta test. It's oh, all.
0: oh okay okay it sound <laughs> ish. i just wanted <laughs> to
9: so they only, so they're only testing it. That's it. They're testing it, but I am reporting the news. I want to make sure you all are all the way updated in the Bob community. That's all. That's all.
0: Wow. Okay. Well, we here now. <laughs> we <laughs> we here now. We gonna have to figure it out. Low, So you on that other side yet? You you uh, you in that VIP piece? Is Lowe's here yet? It's the VIP community. That's what that is. Yeah, man. <laughs> want to know who, who, who made it over, man. Who made it over?
10: Man. I did. Who, who is that? Amina.
0: Oh, Amina, what that VIP side look like? What that look like over there?
10: So I was really over there all day yesterday, really navigating. So right now, there's just one main club that... Is um accepting the new members. They have other clubs, but they're right now being used by the engineers and testers. So that frozen hot chocolate for those of you all who are already over there is the name of that main house that now has all of the breakout rooms. And but yeah, someone blew the whistle and brought brought JJ and you know Lil' Rob and them over, so they had to stop um the invitations. <laughs>
9: Brought
0: everybody over to the cookout.
11: See, no, she didn't. No, she did. She did not go there. JJ and them. No, <laughs> she didn't.
0: Hey, when you throw the NM in, in there, you already know what it is. You
11: know
0: what it is. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? When you put that in them. <laughs> on, the extra, on the end of that thing You already know what we're dealing with You know what I'm saying
10: You do um, And yeah they are beta <laughs> testing But what I was told by the person That I was dealing very closely with For the better part of yesterday evening I followed her around And she's working very closely with the rollout And she's talking about this, that Really wanting to have more accountability In terms of this whole um, Clipping people off of the app So the development is to really enhance the way that this app functions because people are getting doxxed and they're really trying to have more ways to really track so that we are not really living like in the in the hood on these clubhouse got streets because it's really you. crazy
0: it so. is it is got you so okay so they're increasing the accountability piece is that what they and doing? they're
10: really trying to work that back in so that they're really able to see what's happening so when you do invite someone They've already said, listen, make sure that the person that brings you over or the person that you bring over, they said it in the beginning, but I think they're doing a reboot and a restart and they're working this back in a lot better because it's costing them. Mm -hmm. It's costing them because there are multiple accounts being... um, She was talking about how people had over 100 accounts, one person... So people are creating all of these different personas here, but it's not, it's, 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 a, it's a disservice to the actual app analytics.
12: Mm. Why can't they just change the rules on this one and instead
9: of creating more stuff? I feel like the rules can be changed on this particular one and everyone will accommodate because I think if we all want that to stop, you know, um, yeah so i can be more clean it got so i think they could reverse it exactly it couldn't exactly. be reversed unfortunately <laughs> so the rules and the parameters were in place on this side at one point and then it, it got too far out of hand and then their functions didn't have the capacity to go back and try to cre- um, um improve or remove the issues that was there that then Became a byproduct of and it's so many hard people, to work
10: on it while you're in the midst of chaos. So they needed a yeah. whole new space to to to, to test.
9: Mm. Well, they made the mess, so they need to clean it up. Well, that's um, what they're trying quest- to do. They're trying yeah, to do it on the quest- other end of Mariana first before they I come see. back over.
8: Mm-hmm.
9: Ashley, how do you know if you get it in by? So where do you see it in your in your screen? So you may see it two places, Mariana. Look in your notifications first, In the club over there is called uh, uh, Frozen Hot Chocolate.
12: So yeah, look at like your
9: notifications that. and see if you see um, Frozen Hot Chocolate. Um, and then look in your message center, and you may see that someone notified you that they invited you to Frozen Hot Chocolate. So look both places thank you so much Appreciate and, then accept, you. and then accept it in your notification so that you can go over to that side of clubhouse
0: anybody ever had frozen hot chocolate before The i mean how is that i'm trying to understand
8: <laughs> <Yeah>. that part
0: <laughs> can you do both
9: that part
0: so
10: one real quick this is kim um i'm i'm on, on the other side as well one thing that i would say is definitely um you get that invitation it doesn't appear it looks very chattish right it looks like a back cat but at least for me when i received the invitation i didn't even realize that it was a normal invitation so you have to make sure if you're inviting somebody that person needs to be close to you because you can lose your invitation well of course they've stopped the invitations now but we have you have to be close to the person that you're inviting, they have to be aware that it's coming or you can lose out on your invitation. So be prepared to accept the invitation when you receive it.
9: Mm. Absolutely. And the last thing I will say, when you're over there, over here, you're used to clicking leave quietly. You don't want to click leave over there because it's going to, it's going to make you leave that side of clubhouse and then you won't be able to get back in because they're no longer giving invitations right now so you may not be able to get back in over there if you click the leave button so don't inadvertently click it because you're thinking you're leaving the room just leave the room and go into another room so that you can maintain access into the other part of clubhouse all right so
10: wow
0: they got some strict rules over there they
10: So what does that even mean, Ashley? Just click the room you want to go in. Don't leave the room. Just click into another one.
9: That's what I do, Amina, because some people click the leave thinking. And when I when I uh, looked at it, it does say leave the club, if I'm not mistaken. It's it's something like that. Yes. So I just leave the room by clicking into another room just so that I don't like risk getting kicked out of that version. Cause I have not had time to play in it, that side yet. Right. You just learn all the functions. So I want to go back today and kind of learn. So I didn't want to get kicked out <laughs> yesterday when I tapped in. So. Thank y'all so much for tapping into that part of the segment. I will share a few more things. And I know we got to get into this topic today. Uh, most recently, a family was uh, two, two people are facing charges after five young children tested positive for drugs uh, in their system. So DSS has removed those children from the home for illegal narcotics. The Chrisleys are, uh, were charged with fraud 30 million dollars that they uh did not report in their tax
4: damn this love man damn Mm
9: -hmm. 30 million dollars some of you may know them from that show he is pretty funny Uh, mr chrisley is pretty funny but but that was in the news um that they didn't report 30 million dollars. i wonder how
0: funny was it when he was hiding the 30 million i wondered what, 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 what how funny was that part
9: yeah, I don't think that part was funny. I think yeah. that's the reason why he, they were found guilty. They were found mm-hmm. guilty about that. I don't, that part was not funny. Yeah, I don't, I don't think that was
8: funny. Yeah, it wasn't. Wow.
9: So there is a travel advisory on Monkey Pot. Some of you may uh, remember when I uh, introduced that to BLB, uh, I guess about a few weeks ago, a month ago now that there are uh, monkeypox out there. It's a rare disease. uh, That's the cousin of smallpox. If you Google monkeypox, you'll see a picture of it. And right now we are in an alert level two, which means practice enhanced precautions, all right? If it gets to an alert level three, that means avoid non-essential travel. So you wanna stay tuned. Um, The CDC has not applied levels to specific destinations as it does with COVID-19, but they have provided a pretty lengthy list of the number of countries who have now since had cases of monkeypox in their area. Mm. They say avoid close contact with sick people, um, including people with skin or genital lesions. Avoid contact with dead or live wild animals. Avoid eating or preparing meat. Avoid contact with contaminated materials used by sick people, such as clothing, bedding, or other materials used in healthcare settings.
8: Hmm.
0: Well, I ain't gonna have too many problems with that because I avoid a lot of that stuff on, just just
9: naturally. Me too. I'm a germaphobe. Low, low, well, it's not low key. Yeah, it's, it's pretty high, much. It's, high. it's, it's pretty. It is high. Yeah, high. <laughs> and it was high before COVID. Actually, my mom was like, "Yeah, Ashley was like this way before way COVID." Before. What? <laughs> Let's be clear. She was prepared, I'm not right? new to this. I'm true to this. I'm. Yeah, I'm germaphobe. Yeah, I am. I mean, I love people. I hug and all the things. But you're gonna see me wash my hands a lot. I do sanitizer a ton. Like, yeah, I'm. Yeah,
5: that's mm. me. I'm yeah, hurt. I thought you were going to jump on that lesions part.
9: Oh, see, that part. I, that part. First of all, why are you even... Never mind. That concludes... We dug we <laughs> a good light into the news today. <laughs> that concludes the morning segment of the news so we can get into how to prepare for this recession. Listen, Cardi B tweeted out yesterday. When do you think they're going to announce that we're going into a recession?
0: and that got people talking. Yeah.
9: Yeah. So let's talk about it.
0: Let's talk about it. So 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 did you you mind giving us a breakdown on what what what's this whole what what are you reading up on? What, what you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, yeah, man. Actually, uh, you know, I got two different uh, places I've been reading up on. Um I know Forbes is one of them, and then I actually uh, I'm reading uh, I'm actually taking a look at one right now upnest.com. And uh, I'm going to read the general definition. Everybody don't know exactly what a recession is, if that's cool. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. So uh, what is a recession? So the classic definition of a recession is consecutive quarters of negative growth. Typically, the National Bureau of Economic Research waits for the second quarter of uh, statistics before declaring a recession. And uh, the first quarter was already one of them. So everybody is really just waiting right now. Um, I think it's July. Uh, once July hit, we know that, you know, if the economy, you know, if it basically, if everything is negative basically twice in a row, if everything's negative twice in a row, then guess what? They're going to officially announce they're in the a recession. They say that uh, when COVID-19 was just beginning, was just was just beginning and there was already every indication that the economy would continue to collapse. An unprecedented number of unemployment claims and corporate bankruptcies were looming on the horizon. At that point, a recession was all but guaranteed. A new recession in the housing market fluctuates, seemed likely an aspect of pandemic disruptions. To help understand what might drive the next housing market crash, let's take a look at the most recent to say 2008. The most recent recession prior to this one was the Great Recession of 2008, which actually lasted from 2007 to 2009. And the real estate industry was at the heart of the recession due to the subprime mortgage rates. To sum it up, lenders were offering subprime mortgages, mortgages given to borrowers with low credit scores and who are deemed higher risk. That led to a soaring demand for homes, which made prices skyrocket. When these borrowers were eventually unable to continue the payments, the demand for homes plummeted, which also meant a significant price drop and a drop in equity for all homeowners not just those with a subprime loan. They say on top of that, the financial institutions holding those mortgages were suddenly unable to collect, leading them to file bankruptcy. Since then, regulations and internal policies have been adopted to prevent overuses of subprime mortgages, meaning for people with lower credit scores, it's harder to get a loan. They say uh, real quick, the 2020 recession, luckily, if you are thinking of buying a house during a recession, The 2020 recession seems to be much different. For one, it wasn't caused by the financial sector. The recession was caused by a pandemic. And there's reasons to believe that once the pandemic is under control, the economy will begin to recover. A more temporary decline in economic activity should, in theory, be less dire than the 2008 recession. Also, the 2020 recession is in correlated to the housing market. Although any recession will affect the housing market in some way, this time around, it hasn't caused it to collapse. Like when the massive defaults on the subprime mortgages. It's saying in 2021 we saw the home prices surge 20% compared to 2020, despite the strain of the pandemic on people's wallet. Increased demand also attributed to the pandemic and a lower supply of homes led to drastic upticks in costs to home buyers. It's a um, is it a good time to buy a house, you know, during the recession? It say a historically, even experts have done a bad job predicting the next housing market crash. Prices increased dramatically for much of 2020 and 2021, but the Fed appears to be ready to raise interest rates, which could change the calculations for buyers in the home uh, prices. Rising interest rates mean you should try to save money where you can. And say uh Up next is helping you save on the uh, agent commission or something that they got. It's the perfect opportunity to save on the front of buying a home. So, uh, you know, basically, you know, what he's saying in this article, um, <clears throat> you got to think about it like this and we do have a recession and I'm just going to speak more towards the real estate. A lot of people, you know, home prices are going to go down. A lot of people who's buying this real estate way too high right now, which we see uh, a lot of people doing. You got to think about when these houses are losing the value. So when houses are losing the value or some people, you know, they're not able to afford these houses no more. It's going to be a lot of foreclosures. So in that case, it's going to be a lot of people renting properties. In our case, it's a good time to buy properties at a discount and rent out the properties, if that makes sense. That's just my opinion, which I think.
0: Man, I think, I think you're on point. Uh, does somebody else have something they want to jump in on?
6: Yeah, i like to. I just want to ask a question. I'd like to, I'm like. i just curious, like what, what evidence or what indication would you have that home prices – residential home prices would go down
1: so i mean if you take a look at it well every market is different right you know i've been seeing people you know in bigger markets you know like the the dallas the phoenix um they've been saying that you know through data that you know a lot of the sales have been slowing up if you pay attention now a market that i'm in like Huntsville, Alabama, the market is a little bit different. I think every uh, market gonna be a little different. You got to really do the research that the, in the market that you in.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, because I know that um, I know that um, a lot of places. It, 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 yeah, it's all it's gonna be market dependent. I think if you try to look at it from a from a uh, global economic standpoint, then you know that's that's I, I you know that's impossible to really predict. Uh, we don't know, um, but I know in the markets where I'm at. I'm seeing prices go, go down. That's that's what I'm seeing uh, in the markets where I'm at. Now, is it drastic? No, it's not drastic. I'm seeing more so slow down in terms of buy in, in terms of demand than I'm seeing, seeing prices. Less competition. Yeah, less competition yeah, and, and, and yeah, less sure. people just looking to buy properties, then I'm seeing the prices go down. But that's an indicator. That, that is that is a strong indicator that if properties are sitting on the market longer, eventually prices are going to come down. It's just we haven't seen the reaction in terms of people just, you know, drastically dropping prices yet. But those are some some key indicators and, you know, that, that's going to lead to the fact that, yeah, prices are going to go down a little bit. The only difference is, David, I'll be honest is that we just don't have the inventory. We don't have the inventory for it to be an absolute collapse. I don't think it's going to be an absolute collapse. Me personally, not in real estate. Because we don't have the inventory for it to really, really be a solid collapse. I just don't see that piece. But I do see prices coming down. I do see properties in the upper echelons, like the, the higher price price. Part uh, uh, properties, those properties are going to see some decrease in terms of value and potentially demand. Okay, Uh, but I don't see it being something extremely crazy because because I feel like real estate. One thing that's good about real estate is that it's a real asset. It's real. So it the effects of inflation and different things of that nature don't uh, hit it the same way. Um, it's not as, is is affected in, in, in those terms, uh, from what I've seen. Right. Cause real it's real, right. Unless you've done something kind of like in 2008, where we had the subprime lending and different things of that nature, it's kind of, you know, it, it's going to react a little different. Um, you know, cause that was, that was just, you know, that, that was just a banking lending error, um, more than it was like an economic crash in real
1: estate, if that makes sense.
13: Uh, just one perspective. Just one perspective on this, just to bring it around to um, uh, Diddy's, Diddy's point is uh that it's gonna be a good time for us to buy and hold, and I and I and I definitely believe that's I definitely believe that's correct. Okay, because my my rent prices are higher than they've ever been, and and right now it looks like they're just you know, steadily going to continue to go up, even though home prices. So I'm seeing on the MLS in my, in my market in Greensboro, North Carolina, I'm definitely seeing a lot more price reductions. My notifications, um, I was over the last year and a half. Now, what I have noticed about, okay. I wasn't able to get the 80% loan to value. Okay. I wasn't able to get the so the, my term sheet that I signed said 80% loan-to-value, but my terms changed days before the closing from 80% loan-to-value to 65% loan-to-value, okay? This is important to watch because um, you know, the refinance is a big exit strategy for, um, for real estate investors. So some real estate investors is gonna be fucked up OK, because they did their numbers on 70 percent, 75 percent, 80 percent loan to value. And if they don't have the cash to come out of their pocket, you know, to cover a refi, or they're not able to, you know, extract the cash that they have in their deal, then it's going to change their situation. OK, so I do believe the way the money cost is being played right now uh, that we have to be more strategic. We definitely have to be more smart and have different exit strategies. Um, you know, outside of our, you know, acquisition costs, uh, so we can make smarter plays, but I, but I, so for, so for that reason, that's definitely a reason why the market is slowing down, but also there's going to be a little hidden opportunity, uh, you know, to come up with creative deals right now. Okay. So I, I, in, in my opinion on my side, that's what I'm, that's what I'm honestly thinking that we should be focusing on is subject to deals seller financing deals and how do we save the the real estate investor who can't exit his private money or hard money note because of appraisal, because of, you know, loan to value. Some banks even threw at me LTC and I said, LTC? He said, yeah, loan to cost. We're not doing loan to value. (laughs) Yeah, we're not (laughs) doing loan to value right now. I said, oh, I said, whoa, okay, that's different, you know?
0: You know, uh that right there swan so um I don't know if that gives me um uh you know if I'm if I'm afraid of that or if I'm kind of, you know, um reassured by the fact that lenders are moving in that direction because at the end of the day, you know, lenders are trying to hedge their bets too, right? And if they're hedging their bets correctly, then it may make the real estate values kind of maintain um their strength what's your what's your take on that
13: well i mean i definitely think it's a smart play for the banks i mean because i mean you know I, i i think it's a you know does it help things maybe does it does it help things may it definitely helps slow down inflation when it comes to the real estate market that's for sure um so I'm great so I'm grateful for that but I just I'm just I I just got <laughs> I'm just watching and everybody who's overpaying literally so in right now instead of me doing rehabs instead of me doing fix and flips and selling them I'm only I'm doing hotels that's what I told myself you know uh you know over, I'm just going to do hotels for the next quarter and I'm going to see how it goes I'm not going to do any you know $100,000 rehabs oh hell nah. you know I'm just going to do hotels and I'm going to put them back on the MLS and see how it rolls. So that way I don't get stuck in a, you know, in a sticky situation, but I I definitely think it's going to help the markets, you know, stay stronger, um, with them making little changes like that on their end, you know, um, but for the investor who doesn't realize that who's a mom and pop shop kind of, you know, operation, who's only doing, you know, four or five deals a year, you know. Um, that might not be a good thing for them.
8: Mm.
0: Wow. So what we're talking about is, you know, listen, it's a recession coming. So how do we prepare? How do we prepare for this potential recession? We're going to find out officially, right, Diddy, in July. (laughs) In July, we're going to know what the real truth is, uh, what we're really looking like. Um, But, you know, a lot of economists are predicting that this thing is going to be the absolute apocalypse. Right. I you know, I, I don't know if it's going to be the apocalypse. I don't know if we're going to go that far um, uh, into the dungeon. I I do think that we're going to have a slowdown. I do think the market is going to go on sale. Um, I am how I'm preparing myself is I'm just looking to, you know, increase my reserves. Right. And I want to just buy stuff, you know, crazy when it goes on sale. That's what I'm preparing myself for. Or or. Right. Or I want to be in position to be building things that I know are going to be able to, um, you know, that are going to maintain value. You know, like this bill to rent space. I think this build to rent space. Me personally, I think it's going to be one of the best hedges against uh, these economic times than anything. That's just my opinion. Some people may disagree with that. You know, um, matter of fact, so one, what, what's your thoughts on the whole bill to rent space? What, what's your thoughts on that?
13: I like it. Okay, I, I I love it. I just think that we need to focus on our money cost. Okay, uh, I love to build the rent space as long as we focus on our money cost. Let me give you an example. Okay, on my eight unit that I'm closing on on Tuesday, the I had the the way I had my money structured at first. Okay, the way I had my money structured at first was I was gonna get a hundred percent of the purchase and a hundred percent of the rehab financed. Okay, so my purchase price was three seventy five.
0: Is the, is the sound coming out?
13: And no, no payment. I don't know if you guys can still hear me, but I was doing a no payment note for fourteen percent. So that means all of my interest is pushed to the back of the loan, and so it's like sixty eight thousand in interest. Okay, and my payoff would have been like five sixty or something like that, or like five sixty five. Okay, so. I decided not to go that route and restructure after my refinance After my refinance, um, uh, went the way it went and I decided to break it up. So, I'm um, now instead of just doing, um, everything interest compounded on the end, I'm taking two points on the front. I said, Hey, look, you want 14%? I'm gonna give you 14% private money guy, but look, this is the way we're going to do it. 2% on the front. Okay, so instead of him bringing four ninety, he's bringing four eighty. So great, he gets ten grand right there of interest. I'm paying him five percent interest only for twelve months, so that adds up to be like twenty seven thousand dollars in interest. And then at the end, I'm paying him seven points. It seems aggressive, but I'm still giving him his 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 fourteen percent that he needs. Okay, but at the end of it, my payoff is only five fifteen. (laughs) Okay. And that's just because of how I structured the deal. And so think of, think about that. If the same exact deal with the same exact lender just structured a different way, you know, my payoff is less. So that means I had to bring less to the table when I go to refinance later. And I think that's the kind of stuff that we got to be thinking about right now. We got to be, we got to be playing test moves. We can't just be out here just doing just because this is our normal routine, you know. Um, uh, but I love, I love the build the rent space. I'm, lo- I'm, I honestly think the build the rent and the multifamily space, that's kind of where everybody needs to be because you can control your numbers just a little bit better. You know, you can control your little, your numbers a little bit better and there's less competition of people who actually are savvy, you know, that can do it.
0: Man, this is good stuff. Do we have any lenders in the building? Any lenders in the building? I would love to hear from some of the lenders to see kind of what they're seeing, what their thoughts are, what, what do they think, um, you know, how, how do y'all feel about how this market is going to play out? Um, you know, and particularly some lenders who've experienced what happened in 2008 and looking to grow in, you know, this particular season. What does that look like? What do y'all think... Um, um, we're going to be dealing with, you know, in, in, in the next couple coming months or so.
4: Hey, uh, so, um, I didn't, uh, experience it 2008, but, uh, I've been doing some marketing analysis and there will be, uh, and it's, it's starting to happen now, but we're at a slow, um, a slow downturn. But however, um, since I'm in the education space, I tell people, you know, don't be that person that does participate in purchasing the homes that are over. That's actually a good, um, a good, uh, a good piece where you can negotiate with uh, the seller. You can let them know, hey, you know, I can't, I can't pay the price of what you're asking. So inflation is up. So you can see whatever your cost would be and see if they'd be willing to work with you. But the numbers are there, and we should be wary, but not too concerned about it. In regards, uh, if if we're going to watch, but there will be a flood of uh, of deals that will come out, and so just just be consistent and persistent, but don't don't get caught up in the uh, in the shiny object because uh, I, I see a lot of people that are. That are overpaying, and and I'll give you an example because people want to understand what the uh, what the market is is like. So if you if you overpay for a property, and let's say you um you have to get repairs done, you're already more in the hole. So you had to keep that property even longer. So that's why you shouldn't overpay. And um, I hope that answered the question. I'm Derek, and I'm done speaking.
0: Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's funny, um, you know, cause I, I, I'm team, don't, don't overpay, period. I ain't overpaying in a good market, bad market, I ain't overpaying. Um, but I, 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 I come from a different. yeah i'm not overpaying period um but 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 let's let's speak on that real quick oh and real quick shout out to my guy chris haskins in the building we got we got dr o in the building my guy og alvin in the building and many many others um i and my guy c rock kirk the bank you know what i'm saying listen i gotta i gotta definitely pivot to you guys because i really want to um uh you know, get your perspective. Cause I know OG, Al, I know you've been through the 2008 situation, right? Um, and you're in the bill to rent at a massive level um, uh, right now. And, you know, I kind of want to get your take. What are your, what are your fears? What are your concerns? Or what are you uh, uh, optimistic about? You know what I'm saying? I, I definitely want to get that piece because I feel like, you know, listen, here's the deal. Um, I know a lot of people are going to need to, in my opinion, need to start making, looking around, right? If you're cash heavy, you need to look around, right? And start trying to figure out places to throw your money. You got to start figuring out places to throw your money. I don't think, you know, and of course you want to wait. You want to wait. You don't want to overpay just like my guy just said. And I don't, I'm, I'm a firm believer. It's just like even what someone was saying. Look, the cost of the money and, and, and the way that you're going to be able to get the money, now they talking about all this 65% uh, loan to cost, or 65% loan to value. Again, that means you're going to have to come out of more money, come come um, out of pocket more money, or or get it at a significant enough of a discount, right, to where it makes sense. And then another play that you want to um go ahead and get yourself familiar with, when they start doing that loan to cost and, you know, and different things like that, then you need two LLCs. You need two LLCs in that particular moment. That way you can, you know, if they if they want to do the loan, the cost, then you'll just sell that thing to another one of your LLCs and then you'll take the difference, right? You'll take the difference in the wholesale fee to yourself.
3: Okay? Can I... Byron, can I talk about the what's going on from the mortgage please, and please, real estate please, perspective?
8: Please, absolutely, please, please.
3: <laughs> All right, because I heard. Well, let me just say this, okay? Patrice just jumped in the building. What what I'm seeing um, on the on the real estate on the mortgage side is that uh, the interest rates are high, so that has slowed down. What happens, especially in in today's market, is that you don't see refis, right? So higher.
14: uh, Right. Right.
3: right. So you don't see as many refis right now. And I'm seeing a lot of mortgage companies go out of business, too. There's a lot of layoffs and stuff like that in big companies. The reason why I'm not affected by it is because my niche is VA mainly. But let me give you an example. okay? And this is happening fast. You know, we went from doing, you know, around 40 or 50 closings a month to doing uh, 25, 30. That's a big change because of the refi market is gone. So all of the lenders are switching to first-time homebuyer programs specifically to generate the market because there's no refis. There's not a whole lot of refis because of the interest rates. So that's kind of what I'm, what, we're, what I'm seeing. But I want to say this. Listen, if you're trying to hedge, this is what I'm doing, okay? Number one, I'm doubling down on my retirement and pension funds and putting money in there. I am doing an LLC thing. That's, that's pretty smart, Byron, because then you can put some money in there and utilize that corporate structure to, to diversify. And then the third thing that I'm doing is I'm, I'm buying more inventory because I can kind of do more predictability and more tax deductions and amortized deductions and accelerated depreciation. Okay, so th- three things, uh, depreciation amortized or uh, accelerated depreciation for the tax play. Okay. And, and amortized depreciation. So that gives me leverage. So regardless of what the market is doing, um, if the, if the property goes down and I have that real estate asset and it goes down, I still have the tangible asset. Plus I have the depreciation of the asset. So to me, the safest bet and this is just me speaking from my lens is to have inventory, but you also have to buy inventory the right way. So whether it be single family homes or multi units, they both work.
0: Wow. So Patrice, I know we got
8: Patrice hey, in the building. Oh, y- yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: um, yeah. What, what are you what are you what are you seeing in the market uh, in terms of lending? What, what, what are you seeing uh, for and, and specifically lending to investors? What, what are
15: you seeing? Well, you know, I'm going um, to backtrack just a little bit on, on some stuff that Tony said, and then I'll, I'll answer your question if that's okay, Byron. Um, you know, um, you know Tony, Tony said interest rates are high. Um, the thing is, interest rates are not high. Um, interest rates are rising, and because the market is correcting, we're seeing rates move into what is a normal rate environment. So interest rates have been kept exponentially low intentionally by the government to try and spur home buying in the economy. Um, And Tony's absolutely right. With the rise in rates, um, people are not refinancing. So, you know, if you're in the mortgage space, um, and I've said this many times, um, if you are a mortgage loan originator, you don't want to build your business on refinances. Um, Purchase business is What gives you longevity in this business? Um, And so, you know, while the the refinances were the gravy, um, I've always had the purchase business. And so I'm continuing to get the purchase business. Now, when it comes to investors, you know, Fannie and Freddie changed a whole lot of their um, guidelines when it came to investor products, but the products are still available you are going to be looking at higher interest rates when you purchase as an investor. It has always been that way. It's going to continue to be that way. So if you're looking to uh, purchase, say, maybe a two, a two to four unit property, you're going to probably be looking at interest rates that are somewhere in the sevens. Uh, but I will tell you, when I bought my first house back in um, the, the mid-90s, my interest rate for my primary residence was almost 8%. So just looking at those numbers, it's still a relatively low interest rate for an investment property. But the other thing I want to say is if you are looking to purchase as an investor and purchase investment properties, guess what? The rate shouldn't matter. The down payment is what the down payment is. And if you have underwritten the property correctly and you have determined that there is adequate cash flow um, for what it is that you're purchasing, that's really what matters. Because if you're looking to buy, you're going to buy in whatever market conditions we have, period. Rates are not going to go back down to 2% and 3%. Rates are not going to go back down to 4%. And if you're talking to a lender who is giving you those rates, then you really need to take a look and see how much you're paying for those rates. But remember, if you're buying an investment property, how much of that is are you able to write off tax-wise? at the end of a, excuse me, at the end of a year. So it still comes back down to if you underwrite the property correctly, if you set your rents correctly, if you are generating adequate cash flow, then the cost of buying the property is the cost of doing business. So Byron, I don't know if that answers your question, but that's kind of my perspective on it. It did. Yeah. 100 I can tap in too Yeah jump in
16: Uh, So I work for a lender Um, I'm more so on the relationship management side Um, So I actually help get investors Like the information that they need In order to put in uh, their application But from what I'm seeing This is a good opportunity now For savvy investors um, That actually have some skin in the game Because they're going to get the more favorable rates if I'm just being honest, because if you're a first-time person just jumping into the market right now, um, the lender is always going to try to protect the cash. Um, and the, the reason why I like where I, like where I work for now is because they focus on asset asset-based lending. So you know, if somebody's just starting out and you know trying to look to invest in real estate, they have to know the numbers, and the deal has to be extremely good. Um, It has to be enough meat on the bone. It has to be enough uh, room for points um, for the lender to receive. And I think it's a good opportunity right now um, for people that are already experienced just because they're going to get the more favorable rates. What I'm seeing just from, like, me and um, getting the applications, they're they're making their decisions based off people who have already done this because they're trying to hedge – they're trying to hedge against – the recession. They're trying to hedge against the inflation, and the way that they're kind of doing that is working with people that have already showed um, the people that have already shown success in the real estate market and already have a real estate portfolio developed. They're getting the best rates from what I'm seeing, and then the people that are just coming in, they're crying up to sixty five percent down. Um, so it's, it's been cool for me to see uh, from another from another lens. Um, I want to jump in. But after, like, seeing some of the the interest rates, like starting off, it's just like, man, I don't I don't have 65 percent to put down for a property. And um, but from what I have seen, the the first couple of deals are are high. Um, So, like anywhere between 55 percent to 67 percent. But once you've done two to three deals, um, I've seen the interest rates uh, like significantly drop down.
15: Are you in the hard money space when you're talking about that? Uh, yeah, hard money. I'm sorry?
16: Yeah, hard money.
15: Okay. Um, because, you know, again, I, I, I traditionally stick to um, residential space, one to four units. So let me be really clear about, about where I'm coming from. Um, but, you know, uh, I, I don't work necessarily in the commercial space. Um, but commercial the commercial space is asset-based lending. And there is a difference in what you're going to be looking at financing-wise um, between, uh, between working with someone who's maybe doing hard money or private money versus a um, commercial banking institution who offers commercial lending. So, you know, let's just make sure that we're um, uh, identifying what it is that we're looking at. Um, because you can look at a, a, a DSCR-type loan, debt service coverage ratio loan, which is an asset-based lending loan. It's a non-qualifying mortgage, non-QM loan. And you may be um, required to come in with um, 25 to 35% down um, for what that purchase is. Um, again, I don't move in the commercial space, so I try to really uh, veer away from things that I don't know um, when I'm speaking. Um, but what I'm very confident of in in saying this is your hard money lenders are there and they're there for a reason. Absolutely. But you know, if you're looking to move into the commercial space, you're going to probably want to talk to a um, commercial or community bank to, to see what terms and rates they are offering um, for that lending. Because I do believe um, quite honestly, that you are not going to be dealing with um, such a large, uh, Cost wise down payment um, for some of these other properties. Again, I don't work in the commercial space. This is my disclaimer. Um, But I certainly encourage anyone who's looking, you know, at the five or the 10 or the 12 unit type properties that you don't just talk to a private money or a hard money lender. Take the time um, to talk to one or two. Um, commercial banking institutions, whether it's a, a national bank or it's a community bank or it's the place where you bank. Now, now coming in as a new investor wanting to buy something like that, you know, it's going to be, it, it'll be difficult. I'm not going to lie, it'll be difficult because there's a whole lot of stuff a commercial bank's going to want to look at and they're not necessarily just looking at the asset itself. So um, I just kind of wanted to add uh, a little bit to um, what had been said earlier and I'm done speaking, Byron. Absolutely. Hey, Byron.
17: Yes. Can I ask the
0: question? Y- yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. But you know what? We we at the top of the hour. Um, we at the top of the hour, and I definitely want to uh, make sure that I can open up space. Cause I know um, Doctor O is in the, in the stock market space. I definitely got to get her in this conversation. I got to get. Uh, I got to get my guy Kirk the bank in 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 this conversation as well. Because listen. We are potentially headed into the direction of a strong recession. Um, we don't know how how severe it's going to be. Um, we're going to find out uh, in July officially, right? If we want, if we want to talk uh, um, um, officially, and then maybe we can get Diddy to come back um, um and, and break down kind of like a general synopsis of kind of what he uh shared at the beginning of the uh of the room as well um but yeah so save that question i definitely want to get that question but we're at the top of the hour um Ashley, how, how how you feeling right now you you feeling all right feeling good
9: feeling great yes feeling great feeling good how are you <laughs> i'm
8: good i'm good <laughs> i'm good
9: man i'm good Hey y'all! Thank you. You know what? When Dallas isn't here, you don't drop that beat. What is that about?
0: I don't drop. Oh yeah, I don't (laughs) drop that beat. I I let I I let that beat uh, stay Dallas beat. You know what I'm saying? Is
9: that Dallas beat? That's
0: that Dallas beat right there. What are you? You
9: can be my sirens then. How about that? Okay. okay. (laughs)
0: Sirens on demand. Sirens on demand.
9: Sirens on (laughs)
8: demand.
9: Hey y'all. Thank you so much for rocking with us today. I'm Dr. Ashley B. Wilkerson, the host and thought leader of the Phenomenal Women Leading Club and Community. And today you're rocking with us in the Business Over Breakfast Club, if you haven't already. Hit the house at the top. Make sure you are a member of this amazing community. And If you want to take it deeper, then you want to tap into the link at the top of your screen and become a member of the Wealth Community where they do deep dives right there in the community. They host rooms every Thursday night with bonus rooms throughout the week and so much information, resources, and a ton of value right there. So go ahead. Membership has its privileges. You want to go ahead and tap it and see what those privileges are. Listen, Apple introduces Apple Pay later. Mm. (laughs) So instead of Apple Pay, you have Apple Pay later. It's a feature allowing users to pay for your purchases over time. You can select due today, due in two weeks, due in four weeks, due in six weeks. You can choose your own payment plan with the Apple Pay Later.
0: Wow, I like it. I think Apple is gonna make a ton of money in that space. Um, I hear that that space is actually growing a lot right now, actually, like a lot of, it's a lot of new companies coming into that space uh, and they're doing quite well from what I'm hearing. So I'm interested to see kind of how this Pay Later um, industry takes off. R-
8: like, I, uh-huh. I, 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 quick. Uh-huh.
0: Hold on, I think
8: yeah,
0: yeah you in the Matrix? Heavy, damn! I, it sounded like it was some good stuff too, but it was the, 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 but the, but the, uh, the, the Matrix wouldn't let you get it out. It wouldn't let you get it out. Uh, but yeah, we good. We good. Uh huh.
14: I got a interesting perspective on the uh the recession.
0: Okay. Yeah, we're going we're going to tap into it. We're going to tap yeah. into it.
8: All right,
9: we're going to bring it back to them. Let you know that national study reveals that 5% of Americans under the age of 30 identifies as transgender or non-binary. Okay. Stateship
0: so, hold on, hold on. Let me see the numbers
9: again. 5% of Americans under the age of 30. Okay.
8: All right.
9: You good? I'm yeah, good. Yeah, I just wanted yeah. to get the
0: number. I just wanted to understand that number.
9: And they are specifically speaking about the... Um, Citizens between the age of 18 to 29. Um, a lot of times now, a lot of parents are um, allowing their children to set their own gender. Um, and so they don't put female or male on their children. They're allowing their children to determine what they identify mm-hmm. as when they feel led to.
0: So forget God in this assignment, just, you know, we just going get creative
9: Dave Chappelle and Chris Rock set the team up for joint comedy show in September uh, in an arena in an arena in London on September the 3rd tickets are going on sale June the 10th now I wonder if they're going to do a set about Will Smith what are your thoughts what
0: do you mean break that down
9: so, if you don't recall, Dave Chappelle, someone rushed him on stage at one of his recent sets. And then Chris Rock came out saying, I wonder if that was Will Smith attacking you.
0: That is hilarious.
9: <laughs> that is hilarious. And now they're teaming up to have their own show together.
8: Mm. Wow.
0: Wow. Well, you know, it's gonna be interesting to see. I'm still stuck on this whole. I'm still trying to understand. Okay, with these kids and these. I'm still, I'm still a little confused. I'm, You're still, little there. Confused. You're I'm still, still there. You're
9: still there. I was trying to take. Like I try was trying to, tell to you pivot me away from
0: them, but, <laughs> but
9: but I, I accidentally got stuck
0: trying to understand.
9: You didn't accept the turn I did not listen. accept
0: the turn I was like Wait a minute So God made it The way he made it And they just said Okay you know what God We're just gonna do Something different We're going a Different direction.
15: I, I knew he was Gonna
0: say something Ashley I, I knew he would I knew he I, would I had a moment I had a moment you, I was trying listen. to understand Ter- Uh huh.
8: Ter-
9: Carolina Panthers make history by hiring the first openly transgender cheerleader to work for the team. 29-year-old Justine Lindsay um, is the very first
8: person. Mm. Okay. All right.
9: What's your question, Bobby? What's your question? I'm just
0: saying we're gonna figure it out all together. That's you know, that's that's my um, that's my take on it. We all just working to figure it out together.
9: That that's it.
13: That, that is the know, proper take We on gotta it.
0: figure it out. We gotta figure it out, um, man.
8: Huh?
13: Bro, my question is: before it actually, you know, became accepted, was it this many gay people that was in the closet? For real, for real.
16: Was it really like this?
0: You know, once things become close. a hashtag. <laughs>
16: That concludes,
9: listen, I'm not getting reckless with you all in the BLB space. That concludes, my morning news segment. I will tell you though, uh, I spoke yesterday. Some of you all may know that my dad passed away two weeks ago. And a story that I shared about him on LinkedIn went viral, hitting over 6 million views and over 100,000 reactions. Well, that has now spread it to about five or six news outlets, Yahoo, CNN, Fox News, and a couple of other places as well. So I'll put updates in my stories. Make sure you're tapping in on Instagram so you can stay all the way updated to my daddy, Anthony Tony Geddes. May his name live forever That concludes my morning news Back to you
0: Absolutely So one I think we just gonna all have to come together And figure it out Is that alright with you? I don't know if it's alright or not <laughs> <laughs> You ain't
13: you ain't there yet? Nah bro He's still a, he's still a he She's still a she Oh bro, to come on she. now Boy, she he yeah, a spade, a spade, a spade can't, uh, spade can't be a heart. Heart, a heart can't be a diamond. Diamonds
8: are diamonds. Spade, a spade. Mm.
14: Okay. All right. We gon' all right. Byron, the scary part of that is if five percent of the people are are gender confused, then that means what if fifty percent of the people are men and women? Just half and half. That means one out of every five dudes might not know who he is. Mm.
0: It, you know, that's yeah, a lot. It's a lot. We, I think we all got to work together to figure it out.
17: I think it has a lot more to do than just that. Sorry, I didn't, I didn't mean to butt in, but um, I think in the society... You know, some people might want to just um, identify as a they and not he, she, or 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 non-binary. They can, they can, they want to be anything you want to call them. You know what I mean? To not like pinpoint down exactly what you might think they are. So, with me saying that is, um. I have friends that um, they don't mind if you call them a she or he or they or them. That's by not that's non-binary. So, I mean, it, it's a little different than what some of you might think.
0: Is it that hard to really tell the difference?
17: What do you mean?
0: So, like, if I put my (laughs) eyes on... I'm trying to understand. So, if I put my eyes on it, you understand what I'm talking about? Whatever it decides it want to be, I'm going to make a determination in my brain based on what my visual uh, senses is telling me.
17: Right, Byron. But in today's society, and what Ashley was saying, um, you know, those 20-year-olds to 30-year-olds, you have to think twice before you say he or she... Instead, say, they are them.
0: Oh, gotcha.
17: Just to be careful. I mean, you know, we didn't grow up like that, right, Brian? Mm. Uh, Right, Byron? But it's just, you know, coming into this society, we have to kind of educate ourselves with, you know. Mm. Educate.
18: All right. Especially with using the word female. I was chewed up for using the word female. Apparently, oh. that's
17: offensive. You just, yeah, you just have to be careful with what you say. I mean, if I, if I don't know, I'm going to say they are them just out of respect.
0: Call me, me, he, he you know, don't call me. They, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Respectfully. Um, I may be offended that you called me. They, I'm like, wait a minute! I'm, I'm, I'm a he. I'm all.
1: He. That is true that is, you see what I'm
0: talking about,
17: Diddy. Does I, that I
1: make sense? In, I believe you know everybody got their own opinion, freedom of speech. I'm him. I'm him. You know him, what I mean? I'm all that's him. That's what I believe.
17: And, and and that's why you know you're everyone's always like, so what are your pronouns? Just to make sure, you know.
1: But, mm. okay. as long as you identify, you you gotta identify something if you're trying to. Get with somebody, if that makes sense. Yeah, exactly.
0: Because we you don't know, need that. Kind I'm going to leave community. it at that. Gotcha. Gotcha. So we talking about the recession. <laughs> we almost got derailed. <laughs> we almost got derailed.
17: Oh, my uh, bad. My bad.
0: No, 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 no. It wasn't your fault. It wasn't your fault. It We're was the news. The
7: topic. Yeah. yeah. later though.
0: Yeah. You know, because, you know, one thing about the economy, right some you know you know one thing about the economy is that you know a lot of times you see things like recessions and economic downturns is because you got the government coming in trying to manipulate and turn the economy into something that is not right And as a result of the the government trying to, you know, force, you know, all of this manipulation, we end up in these recessions, depressions and all this old weird kind of economic environments. Because at the end of the day, numbers are fact based. right? It is what it is. If I give you a dollar, Diddy, it's still going to be a dollar. Like I can't give you a dollar and then, you know, change my mind, you know, last minute and call it 25 cents. It's a dollar. Right, if you if you if I give you a dollar, you invest a dollar, you lose a dollar, you didn't lost a dollar. Period. It ain't we can't magically make that dollar come back.
1: It ain't a quarter.
0: You understand what I'm talking about, Diddy? So that's the way that worked. But Diddy, man, can you break down kind of like a general synopsis of what this whole recession thing means? Where are we at? Um, and 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 you know. Where we can kind of get an understanding of what you know where we at in this
1: situation. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So uh, I'm actually gonna pull some up real quick. I'm gonna read some of the indicators, some of the indicators that uh, we could possibly be in a recession. If that's cool. So uh, I'm gonna read like eight indicators right now. The first one is it's the yield curve, right? It say uh, most of the time, the 10-year Treasury yield is higher than, you know, the one-year Treasury yield. But this relationship usually turns upside down several quarters before U.S. recession begins. It say the monthly data, in fact, you know, inverted in August of 2019 suggests that U.S. recession was on the way. Most yield curve inversions are caused by the Fed pushing short-term uh, rates higher in an effort to cool down and overheat an overheating economy. The last time, however, the inversion was caused by the 10-year treasury yield plummeting as European and Japanese investors dissatisfied with negative yields in their home debt markets rest into U.S. treasuries, thereby pushing the price of those bonds higher and the yields they offer sharply lower. All right, so that's the yield. Unemployment claims. A bottom a bottoming of unemployment claims has reliably presented the arrival of a U.S. recession with the cycle low typically occurring three to four quarters before the recession's onset. Currently, the smooth uh, trend of weekly claims continue to move lower. If the trend were to turn higher from here without a new weekly low being set, history suggests a recession will most likely materialize late in 2022 or 2023. The Unemployment Rates When the unemployment rate turns the corner and begins trending higher, the start of a recession is typically two to six months away. The most recent data leaves that 3.9% unemployment rates, still above its pre-pandemic 3.5% low. From here, it would take at least six months of readings in the 5% to 6% range to turn the trend convincingly higher and signal a recession is approaching. All right. It's a Conference Board Leading Economic Index, the LEI. This indicator is something of a hybrid. It is put together by the Conference Board using 10 monthly economic variables, two of them unemployment insurance claims and the the yield curve. Figure in our recession scorecard so there is a bit of double counting. We don't know exactly how much because the Conference Board's method of dynamically weighing the 10 variables is proprietary. Whenever the LEI has fallen below where it was a year earlier, shown as a negative values on the chart, a recession has always followed. Typically about six months later, it said currently the LEI sits about 8% uh, percentage points above where it was a year ago. We think it could take many months of persistent weakness to trigger a negative signal from this indicator. All right, And then it got new orders minus inventories. Two components of the ISM Manufacturing Index, taken together, have a helpful track record of signaling recessions as begin or shortly before they begin. The difference between the new orders component and the inventories component has fallen below zero near the start of most U.S. recessions. But it is has it is also occasionally registered as a false positive, signaling that a recession was imminent when none occurred all right it got feds funds rate versus nominal gdp growth since the federal funds rate arrived in the early 1950s there has never been a u.s recession that was not presented by the feds fund rate rising above the year over year nominal growth rate of the economy the growth rate before adjusting for inflation as of the year 2000 as the year in 2021 we expect the nominal GDP growth rate to have been about 9%. The Fed funds rate is now sitting at 0.1%. That's 8, 8.9% below the run rate of the economy, or 35 quarter point Fed rate hikes from here. This indicator implies borrowing rates are nowhere close to high enough to choke off growth in the U.S. economy even assuming the nominal GDP run rate has slowed to 6% by the end of this year and that the Fed raises rate three times between now and then. And then it has got moderately equality uh, in quantities. The unanimity across our recession scorecard strongly suggests that the U.S. economic expansion is unlikely to run out of steam anytime soon. Uh, however, alongside all tailwinds noted above are points of contention that are likely to provoke periodic bouts of investor concern, perhaps market viability. This includes the course of both inflation and central uh, bank policy as well as Chinese property debt issues, geopolitics, congressional log jams as the midterm elections draw closer in the perspective of more unsettling curveballs from the pandemic. So that was the A1 and uh, this article was actually at the beginning of the year.
0: Man, (coughs) that's deep. That's real, real deep, um you know, I wanna pivot, I wanna pivot because I know we got Alvin in the building, but i wanna I wanna kind of get uh Dr. Owen here real quick, and then I wanna pivot to uh 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 Alvin on his take on this as well from a real estate back to a real estate perspective, but what are you what Dr Owen are you with us right now?
11: yeah I'm good morning, hi, good,
0: good morning. I know you heavy in the stock space, you know what I mean and you know i know you're watching that market i know we've seen crypto take a massive tank massive tank i got money in that joint i'm just like looking at it just like just die out I, you know i ain't doing i ain't i'm keeping it there you know what i'm saying because i ain't finna just take the complete ill hopefully these these things remain viable but uh and come back but i know that uh stock market is taking hits i know that crypto is definitely taking hits what are you seeing what what how can people prepare themselves uh to play in those particular spaces um with all of these things going on from
11: your perspective get rich (laughs) i mean i don't know what to tell people like if you if you're not rich if you're not rich recession is it just it's just not for you it's just it's a matter of like i posted some stuff in the comments so Reading and watching and learning from the creature at Jekyll Island, like that book will tell you what's going on. And that's not going to just tell you, it's going to show you with data points and information and things of that nature. And so for me, the stock hasn't taken a hit. For me, crypto hasn't taken a hit. Number one, I got in Bitcoin when it was 28 cents. Speak the word, doctor. Oh, Ooh. that's number one. Number Damn. Two, Damn. Um, I didn't get into Ethereum until it was 500 or so but it was just a matter of uh, when you get in. And so when we think about this bitcoin surge or this, you know, wild wild west that we come into this new era of things, so they call it. Uh, first of all, in 1940, this this all started by the way with the whole crypto situation. You can go back and look at e-cash and bit bitcash and all this stuff has happened before, right? So what I did was I did a historical account of it's not stock that's dropping, right? It's the value of the dollar. So the dollar right now, does anybody know how much the dollar is worth right now today? Like when I put a dollar down on the table, what is the real value of the dollar?
18: Not a put, dollar. <laughs> well, we'll
11: go with that. We'll go with both of those, right? So let's just say that's the that's the key factor. So for Dr. O, when I buy stocks, I never think that I'm buying $25 worth of stock. That's not my mindset. My mindset is that, I am basically in an opportunity because there's two people or two entities that truly get value out of inflation. The only two entities that I know of, besides the Federal Reserve, who actually monitors, quote unquote, monitors inflation, which is a lie from hell, but whatever. So the only two entities that I know that get value out of inflation, which is a, a steadfast thing that happens in our globe, are investors and companies. I don't know any other beings that get value out of inflation. And if, if inflation is always and companies are always and investors are always, then I would say that's the how. Right. That's the how. And that's also the who. So first you have to find out who's valuing from taxes, who gets the value from inflation, who gets the value of the decreasing dollar. And I believe that once people can start to turn their brain towards who gets the value out of the decreasing of the dollar, then you can start to actually reverse engineer how you can get the value. That's whether you're on welfare, negative four million dollars, or you have one hundred thousand dollars. You can at least know who gets the value and start positioning yourself as the who. And then last but not least, when it comes to the stock market, what I've done is, first of all, I'm not playing with her. This is the time for reserves, reserves, reserves. And a lot of people are hurting because they didn't have or don't have reserves, including yours truly, right? I put a lot of energy into the stock market, but I don't see my portfolio falling. I see my portfolio resetting itself and correcting itself for what's to come. This is, I think, I forgot who said it, but it's a double down moment, depending on who you are and where you are. And also... A lot of people got in crypto because of 2008. Remember, crypto came hard on the scene in 2009 because they were telling people, you guys are failing our economy. We're in a recession. You're not doing anything about it. The dollar is failing. We're not messing with you no more. That's when the decentralization um system began to take real root because remember this has been going on since 1940 or you can research that i I can't tell you to remember what you don't know but this has been going on for a very long time trying to find hedges against inflation and then the digital the digital dollar said forget what y'all talking about so by 2009 era they really started jumping on the scene by 2012 2015 they weren't there was no point of no return they're not playing around with this dollar anymore So I would just tell people to educate themselves on who benefits from inflation, how that can start to help you. And when you are thinking about the current moment, like, Dr. Oh, that's cool. I wasn't there in 1940 and that's cool. I didn't do anything about it in 2009. What can I do today, this very day right here? What you can tell yourself is that value of that dollar is probably anywhere between 10 and 20 cents. So take the happy medium. And you can start to really look at the dollar for what it is in this moment, not get emotional, not complain, not cry, but really realize what can I do with 15 cents and how can I start to use this 15 cents? There's a guy, I'll post him in the comments, who was able to master and become a billionaire during every recession, not one recession. He's an old guy, but he became a billionaire in every recession because he found this point that I'm making today. What is the value of the dollar? Without emotion, play off of that as much as you can when you come in the stock market or you come in the crypto market. This is a really good time to start to position yourself. I wouldn't go all in. I would do maybe 10% of my portfolio. This is not financial advice. This is just me knowing what I know about what's coming, only because I want people to have reserves. If you get a dollar in your hand, put 5 cents aside, put 10 in the market. Or if you get a dollar in your hand, put, you know, put five cents aside or put uh, 10 cents aside and put five in the market. But you're going to have to position your finances the same way the dollar is moving. Not what they're saying, but what's really happening in the market. So you got to study PPI and CPI and all these other terms. I would do a lot of research. I would be very careful about investing right now without education and without the right teams with an S of people. And that's what I'm doing. Right. And I pulled my money out of the market, my cash flow out of the market. And I've left uh, uh, about 25 percent in the market, crypto, stock, bonds, yields and all that stuff. And let that fall. Just let it fall. Because as it rises, if it rises, that's none of my business. That's why I put it in there in the first place. I knew the risk when I came in. But I'm big on my cash flow because I understand that each dollar represents 10 cents or so. And so now I'm starting to position my money towards the future and looking at future inflation. So guess what I'm investing in? Futures. That's doctor up. I'm not telling anybody else to do that and enter at your own risk and you still need some advisement. So that's what I'm doing, Byron.
0: I love it. Futures. Y'all heard it. Y'all heard it. You know what I mean? Listen, man, I mean, this This is good stuff. This is really, really good stuff, man. We got a couple other Titans just entered the building. You know what I'm saying? We got my guy Vince just entered the building. My guy Malachi 10G. You know what I mean? Maraud is in the building. Olivia is in the building. You know what I mean? Listen, we finna talk about it. We finna definitely talk about it. So I know um, um Alvin, um, it, you know, Alvin, are you with us right now? Is Alvin with us. Yes, sir. Man, what are you seeing? Um, I know that you're doing a big, massive bill to rent right now as we speak. I know that you're soliciting, um, or should I say, solic- yeah, you're soliciting investors, probably. Um, and, you know, and I'm pretty sure you may be getting a few questions or maybe getting a few concerns from a few investors, potentially. What are some of those concerns? Are you concerned? Are you optimistic? Are you pessimistic? What are your thoughts as you enter into this build-to-rent space at the massive level that you're entering into this space? I'm talking tons of capital being um, um, injected into the projects that you're doing. What what's your, what's your take on this particular landscape?
14: Well, a couple of things, man. I'll tell you the first thing is recession is fear-based. So if you sit in this room long enough for 30 minutes, man, you get out of here and go, fuck, man, the world is falling apart. So as people continue to become fearful, planting those seeds in their mind that bad shit is coming, that's subliminal to what happens now they stop spending and they start start shrinking back. And as people shrink back, that's what everything else does, man. And the only way you get through this is to grow through this kind of stuff. You got to get in a, in a room of positive people. You have to be in a positive environment. You have to think about growth and not shrinking. You got to think about that kind of stuff. So the what, what I'm seeing, Byron, is I see... LTVs, LTCs, yeah, they're going back. That requires a little more money down. Woo, woo, woo. But what that does is it leaves you more cash flow. Because if you're leveraging lower, you got more cash flow. So there's 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 an offset to the fear-based side. Oh, I got to put more money down. Oh, I get more cash flow. So I'm super excited about what's happening. You used to have 50 people looking at a $100 million or $50 million portfolio, and now you got five. So, ooh, wee, man, it just cleared the room from all the garbage, from all the people that didn't really know what they were doing. They were only out here because they thought it was shiny. And now when the work starts, it's like, ooh, they're scared. So, back to the fear based side of things again. So this 5%, 7% interest rate, ooh, it's high. Man, y'all ain't going to never see another damn 3% interest rate in your life, ever. It ain't never been one. It ain't going to never be another one. So if that's what you're waiting on, uh, <laughs> wait till Jesus comes back. Or whoever you believe in, because that's when you'll see it. So that fear, if y'all are sitting here thinking, oh my God, man, that that's going to lead to a lot of people not spending money. The massive jail, uh, layoffs that Anthony just talked about. Hell, Elon Musk talking about laying off 10% of Tesla. That's 10,000 plus people. When people like that start planting those kind of seeds, I promise you, every other CEO is looking for ways to cut back. And they're going to cut back labor. And then people are going to stop spending so that fear cycle never, never quits until you until you quit letting it fear uh, make you scared. So, man, that's, that's really all it is. This is a great time to be in the real estate business. Uh, this is a great time to be in any business. If you just put your foot down and mash on the gas and get past all the people that's afraid, the only people that's telling you, hey, man, slow down, don't be doing that, is the people that's in front of you, not the ones, I mean, the people that's behind you. The ones in front of you saying, come on, let's go, let's go, let's get it. So that's my thought process, man. I hope that really helps somebody. Don't be scared. You get an opportunity to grow through cycles like this. Dr. O said rich people got richer during this time. That's because they're not afraid the ones that are afraid are the ones that lose money, and they run out and sell their real estate at the bottom of the fucking market because they thought it was gonna lose money. Well, guess what? You knew you was gonna fucking lose money when you sold at the bottom of the market. You should have held it till it came back. That's my thought process. Mm. I'm out. Wow. But if, wait, wait, wait,
11: wait, wait, wait. wait, yeah, like, doc, out, back, back to
0: Doctor O. Back to
11: Doctor O. No, no. no. I just wanted to. I wanted to pinpoint what Alvin just said. So he. He 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 beat up the he beat up the boogeyman real fast, you know what I'm saying? He put his hands on the boogeyman and he 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 unfear based the situation. So in there, whenever you're not prepared. So I think, I don't remember her name. Uh, She just posted it in the comments. If there was a recession before, which there have been several recessions, and people are not learning from the recessions, then you're already at a loss, whether you're scared or whether you're brave. Because there's some brave fools out here as well. But I like what Alvin was saying that, This is the best time to really do what it is that you're going to do because the market is so low. This is the best time for you to put your coins together. So if you're not able to make a purchase, maybe you join forces with other people. If you're not able to join forces, this is where you start building your cash reserves and start doing what the young lady said in the comments and start building because another recession is coming. They have to have recessions. It's a mandatory thing to stay in power and to remain elite. And to always have control, you've got to have inflation and taxes and all these other things. So what Alvin is talking about, the only way out of this thing is to really get out of this thing. So I just didn't want to roll over his point because he brings up a great point, which is why real estate, anything that goes towards the future, anything that goes towards the future, automation, uh, technology, those type of things, That's the way that you have to get in it now. So if you don't know what to do, you just keep coming to business over breakfast. I think they'll help you. But I just really wanted to hone in on Alvin's point on making sure you get involved now. Do something now. It's never going back to the way that it was. And that is the point that I really wanted to drive home. Nothing's going back any direction back that way. Nothing. So if you're going to do this, don't do it scared. Do it prepared. So this is a point of preparation. So thank you, Alvin. I appreciate that.
19: I guess. Yeah, my thing- I, appreciate- hey, Byron, can, I can I chime in, Byron? Y- this yeah is yeah
11: Olivia. I wanted to speak as
18: well.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I just want to say, how do we balance being responsible, right, and smart with our and and, and strategic with our investments? Right. And not being a brave fool. That's what I'm trying. I'm trying to, you know, because because at the end of the day, it's a lot of folks listening. Right. And a lot of people are are getting ready to make big decisions. Right. So I'm trying to I'm trying to get some understanding on how people, you know, balance between being responsible, strategic and smart, opposed to being brave and dumb as hell and then taking a massive L. That's that's what I'm trying to. OK.
14: Can Let me somebody add a little me? bit to that okay okay okay, to okay, that okay, okay okay since we took the fear out and now we're brave you still need to know your numbers in this real estate space uh I don't know if anybody mentioned overpaying or any of that stuff but right now with the with the shrinkage if I can use that term to pull back the fear base what that means is people not buying multi-family properties at three percent cap rates today. Unless you're looking at a long-term play, because rents are not going backwards. Expenses are going up. Insurance is going up, doubling, literally 100% increase on insurance. Rents and everything else are going to continue to point north. So again, when I'm talking about investing in real estate, if you're putting... 35% 35% down, and I've never seen a 65 or 70% down loan, so I don't know where that came from, and I'm not saying somebody made a mistake in what they were saying, but never seen that. But if you're putting 35% down, all that means is you're taking your savings account, putting more money down on your property, which allows you to cash flow more because you're not paying as much debt. So that's really a safer hedge for the investor when the bank is requiring more money down. So that's really a safer situation, Byron, than having a deal leveraged at 90% and hoping you can make the mortgage payment because rents may not increase as much as people think they are. And that's where there are going to be some big opportunities. People bought these properties, oh man, rent's going to be $250 next week. I could go up $250 a month next week. Maybe they can and maybe they can't. But if they have adjustable rate mortgages tied to that thought process, that may not have been a smart move two years ago to do those kind of deals. So when you're talking about being smart and brave, you really don't worry about the money down because all you're doing is taking your money from your savings account or from some syndication deals, putting more money down. And that's what I assured my investors. By us putting more money down on the leverage side, all that does is allow us to cash flow more. So I think that is being very responsible.
8: Mm.
6: Two, two things two things you can do to be responsible uh, off that is just make sure whatever you buy now is cash flowing
20: now based on what it rents for currently, not what you expected to rent for. And making sure you lock in uh, as much cheap, lock in cheap fixed debt as soon as possible, if possible, uh, to help curb inflation. So sticking to one of those two things will help a lot.
0: Absolutely I think Olivia wanted to jump in There was a couple other people Wanted to jump in
18: I just wanted to um, Hey everybody Make sure you guys share in the room Because it's like 400 people in the room And like only 85 shares So share that the room point. Uh, make sure y'all follow the moderators. Um, I wanted to add on to what Alvin said, because um, I appreciated what he stated. You can't be scared in these times. Um, What I was told and taught that there's a lot of people that become rich during the recession or the rich are just getting richer during the recession. um, The fact is because they aren't scared. So it's just like with the stock market and cryptocurrency. And he said that people want to pull out in real estate and sell their property in the beginning. No, because I feel like Every time something goes down, it's always going to come right back up. So right now, my stocks are steady. I don't, I'm not really much in the red because when I invested, it was a bit low anyways. Um, I wasn't scared to invest when it was in the red because I knew it would go up. So now I'm reaping the benefits of not being afraid to invest into the stock market because it was in the red zone and lower than usual. And now I don't, I'm don't. i not dealing with a lot of people are dealing with right now in the stock market. When I see red, when things get lower, I want to jump in. I, I want to jump in because I see opportunity. The same thing with crypto. I got into Bitcoin when it was 9,000 during the 2020. And um, I never got out. I invest, I do most of my business when things are not looking too good economic, ec- economically. Because if you know anything, about this world and about the economic system, everything always goes right back up, especially real estate. You cannot go wrong with real estate. So I just wanted to just say, shout out to Alvin for making that big point. Don't be fearful get in now when you feel like it's the worst time to get in, because usually it's the best time to get in. And, um, the future would be um, the, fu- the future would be much brighter than it is for you now um, if you just take that risk. So that's all I really wanted to say, because I'm not affected with my crypto or my stock market as of right now. And my um, real estate fundrise um, thing that I invested in a few years back. Everything keeps growing and I invested at a great time. So I'm not affected. So that's all I wanted to say. I love it.
10: I love
0: it. I know we got Vince in the building. Vince, are you are you with us right now? And I know you're yeah, I know you're in a tech space, man. And you know, at the end of the day, I'm trying to get a variety of perspectives. I know Dr. O came in, killed it from the stock space. I know we've heard a lot about real estate on both sides of the uh, of the hour. Um, what are you seeing specifically in that tech space? Uh what uh, are you fearful? You know, and we keeping it real. You know what I'm saying? If you fearful, you fearful. You know what I'm saying? Or What are you optimistic about in that particular space? Do you see growth? Um, do you see retraction? What what are you seeing in the marketplace and how are you positioning yourself to be able to um, to win in in these times?
8: Yeah,
6: so you know, it's been really interesting. It is um it's rugged, you know. I, I'll be very honest with you, it's rugged. If you go back, say November of last year, we were at ridiculous highs in terms of public company valuations, that means companies that trade in the stock market, those kind of tech companies, but also private company uh, valuations. You were seeing private companies raise money, for example, venture capital money at, and I'm not exaggerating, you know, 30, 40, 50 times revenue. Revenue, not not earnings, not profits, And it was madness, right? Um, And so for the guys who cashed out and saw that it was ridiculous, good on them. They made a good move. They they made a good decision. And you have seen a radical, um, they call it marking, a radical remarking of those valuations of private companies. You see it in the public markets, too. So if you look at, like, the biggest um, tech portfolio manager is ARK, the woman who runs ARKK, A-R-K-K. That thing is down 65 70%. And so you're seeing a lot of those big high flyers that have been have been marked way, way down. And it's also getting reflected in private companies like ours. You know, they're not in the stock market, but there's a similar valuation process that happens. So what are we doing? What are we what are we doing about it? And what do we see going forward? Um, you know, listen, uh, we are, in fact, raising money and it's tough. It's tougher than it was six months ago. That's the truth. Right. Um, but are we fearful? Absolutely not. Um, number one, we have two lines of business uh, that are quite steady, and we have a real business. We don't have sort of pie in the sky uh, numbers that serve us very well. So, kind of to Alvin's point, a lot of the a lot of the silliness has been cleared out, right? You, so you can talk to real investors if you have a real company. You actually are are going to get uh, treated with a premium. The other thing I just want to say too, um, just more broadly, even beyond tech, is that you know th- there are. There, there is some predictability, right? So if somebody is losing money, they are losing it to someone, right? So when the market goes down, it's only going down for one side of the trade. There's two sides to every trade. So a couple of things that I have done personally, um, in, in the stock market anyway, and this is not advice, this is not financial advice, consult your advisor, your accountant, et cetera, et cetera, right? Um, but when things got those crazy marks, I just went in and started looking at companies that were trading for less than the cash that they had in the bank. It was ridiculous. You know, there were some companies that got written down 80, 90%. They had more cash in the bank, Byron, than what the total market cap of the stock was. So I went and bought some biotech companies. I got stuff that's up 15, 20% in the last week, 10 days. You know, just because I was going, well, this just doesn't make any sense, right? And the fundamentals say that this company should be trading for much, much more. The other thing I would say to look at on the inflation play is, remember that when inflation is going crazy, One way to always kind of a natural hedge is tolling businesses. What do I mean by tolling businesses? Any business that collects a toll, that collects a little bit of money every time a transaction is done. Think PayPal. Think Stripe. Think, um, you know, anybody that collects a little bit of a fee. As fees go up, that business naturally is hedged against inflation. Right? Because their toll is tied to a rising, a variable and rising base fee, right? So if you just think of it in those terms, like who are the natural players that this environment serves, that this environment actually benefits and enhances, there's plenty of opportunity out there, right? You just can't get money lazy like you could for the last 18, 24 months, right? The Fed turned the spigot off. There's no more free, easy money out there. 3% 3% interest rates was bogus in the first place. Like Alvin said, you ain't never going to see that again. You shouldn't have never seen it in the first place. I pray to God that all of you refinanced your house. I refinanced my house last year, got a 2.75% mortgage. Tell me how that makes sense, wow. bro. I'm, yeah, I'm not mad at it. Praise God we did it. Every year that inflation goes crazy, it's like the bank is paying me, right? Right? So I pray that people did lock in. 3% was stupid. It never made sense. Um, but you can take advantage of temporary insanity or call it stupidity, however you feel about the U.S. government. Anyway, I just wanted to share that. So that's what's going on in the tech space. Um, valuations have come way, way down. Raising money is a little bit harder. But the, the real companies with real revenues, I think, are going to shine. Um, in terms of inflation, look for tolling businesses because there's a natural hedge that you will all automatically ride that wave. And, uh, and again, praise God if people did take advantage of those crazy rates when they were here because they're gone, they're never coming back.
0: Wow. You know, and I was just getting used to those uh, crazy rates. I was, I was getting excited about those rates. I started depending on those rates. No, just playing. <laughs> no, nah, but it, here's the thing, though, man. Those rates were <laughs> phenomenal. Those rates were definitely phenomenal. But when I started looking at the trends over time, man, it we it, it was nowhere close to anything regular that we've ever experienced um, in the, in in the U.S. economic history. So, um, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, we we probably won't ever see those again. But again, man, thank you for uh, for that that share in those tolling businesses. Shout out to Dr. Forbes in the building. You know what I mean? I definitely got to get her take on this as well. Um, but I think Murad had something that you wanted to add to the conversation. Um, Murad, are you here right now?
19: Oh, yes, sir. Thank you for that, man. And this is a great segment. Actually, I wanted to chime in on, on what the gentleman just said right now. Um, as far as interest rates, and both y'all are absolutely correct. You know, it's crazy because I I hear people all the day, you know, I'm selling houses and a lot of people are saying, well, rates are in the mid fives right now. I'm just going to wait till it goes back down to threes. And it's like, man, that's not happening. If you look at the history of the, the last 100 years in the United States, there has only been two times when rates have been below 6%. Meaning 6% is actually pretty good, you know, so and and we were just in one of those times. We're still in one of those times. We're about to come out. But I agree with all y'all. We are never going to see the rates in the threes again. And the other point I wanted to bring up is that fortunes are made during recessions fortunes are made during recessions that is when you get when everybody's running for the hills that's you go against the massive crowd you don't do what everybody's doing there's a ton of companies that i would love to own uh like amazon and apple and i bought some tesla when it was low but but when they're at their high peak that's not the time you buy them You know, I got to wait till something happens that shakes things up. And I know those companies are fundamentally sound to where the stock price gets slammed. I bought Tesla when Elon Musk got caught smoking weed on a podcast and the and the the Air Force was threatening him losing his contracts and Tesla's stock got crushed. And I was like, man, that's so stupid. And, and that stock right now is up about 5,000 percent from that point in time I should I should have emptied everything I had and bought all all that Tesla stock so that is the time you got to look and wait till something stupid happens and everybody's running for the hills and that's when you jump in. I'm not saying do it blindly you know make sure you, you put some common sense behind it but with inflation what, what the the gentleman's saying about uh, you know you put more money down he's absolutely correct. And I'm glad he's saying that because with inflation, all prices go up, meaning rents are bound to go up. Rent has to go up. If the price of milk and gasoline and eggs and everything else is going up, rents are going to be going up, meaning the values of those properties are going up and meaning your cash flow is increasing because rents are going up over time. Again, don't do it blindly, but but that is the time where you really get involved in multifamily and, and buy some of these dirt cheap companies. So, uh, thank you, Byron, and and I just love what we're talking about. But th- this is going to be an exciting time if you just listen to what the, the intuition is and and go with something that makes sense. Thank you, thank love you for it, that. I'm gonna it, see it, y'all soon. Yeah. I know, Yo, we got- Byron. I'm telling you. I'm I'm telling you. Real
13: real real quick tip, because I know I'm I know I'm planning to do this. But at the end of the year, I'm sure that I'm gonna pull a list from list source of, uh, of recent sales from the last two years and everybody on that list I'm sure I'm going to be offering them creative subject to deals so uh, I'm telling you mark 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 my words because you're going to get the best you're going to get the best rates on those notes that you uh, end up taking over subject to and everybody's you know uh, that bought in the last two years is going to be it's going to be a lot of people that don't necessarily have the most equity who can't necessarily sell on the market you know because of some kind of final financial distress or a little physical distress to the property. So I'm telling you, that's going to be that's going to be key.
0: It's going to be a beautiful thing. But I know we got Yan in the building. Um, Yan, can you give us what what are you seeing um, in the markets right now? Uh, I know that uh, we won't be officially technically textbook uh, in a recession till we, we, we until July, until we can kind of see what July numbers are, are looking like. But what are your take? On this economic climate, um, I know that you're heavy in the stock space. Um, what what are you seeing in the market? What can people do to protect themselves going into this new, uh, uh, you know, economic conditions?
12: Hey Byron, what an amazing conversation and I know that um, you're always looking for the best value uh, for the community. So, um, uh, you know, thank you so much. I'm always learning from the people in the panel that, uh, you know, whoever you invite, you know, they're real experts and I really enjoy the discussion. Um, I think, um, you know, a couple of things, you know, one on the public side. So, you know, these are the uh, public traded stocks. I think, you know, a couple of uh, things. One is um, it is really important to... Get ourselves out, you know, in this kind of market. Well, first of all, I am not optis- uh, optimistic about the economy in general, and um, uh, you know, I think you know, under this environment, it is important to get ourselves out of the mindset of well, I know this used to be, say, you know, a hundred, and now it's that trading at forty. I think uh, that is that means this. Particular instrument that you are looking to to trade would uh, have great value because you know it's somehow you know trading at a discount, so um, you know I have to buy it because. um, Basically, you know, um, the you know there is a real good reason for everything uh, to be, uh, you know, coming off of the valuation from before, and uh, you know the only reason why you would be buying it is that you have done some proper analysis. Uh, of the thing that you are looking to buy. And uh, secondly, you are sizing it correctly so that you can withhold, uh, you know, uh, you know, basically the turbulence that you're going to be experiencing in that instrument. Because, you know, in the end, you might be right, but if you can't hold to you know the day where it you know 10x is uh, your investment then, um, then 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 you've been cleaned out so it is important to do that because you know under this market unfortunately I have experienced the last uh, you know great um, uh, recession uh, the very last one um, and uh, I have seen a lot of uh, tragic stories of you know really smart trades but you know put on with the wrong size so I think you know that is you know really important and And the other thing I think uh, very important also, um, if you're looking to trade or to to invest on the public side, um, is that um, you can't just look at, you know, this, um, I I very rarely share, but, you know, this is something that I I go by. Um, It is not important, uh, sorry, it is not enough to compare the peak to trough. Okay, so don't look at the last recession, you know, of the particular industry or or the stock. And you're saying you're seeing that, oh, last time, say, for example, you know, this stock dropped by 40 percent and reached the bottom. And now it is at, say, 35. I see so many people make that mistake and they get cleaned out. And the reason why is that it is not just the prices, but it is also to do with the volume because you can't forget that over the past few years, well, decade, um, there is a lot more money, right, pumped into uh, the market. And hence, you know, you you can't only look at the peak to trough. You also need to look at how much volume has already been traded. So how many times has this stock been changing hands during the last, you know, uh, uh, peak to trough? During that time, how many times did they change hands? How much volume has been traded? And you need to look at how much volume has been traded on its way down till today. And then you will see that, you know, if, you know, if you look at most of these stocks that, you know, you, you, you might be looking for buying, you know, these big caps, uh, tech stocks, it's actually nowhere near still so what you know the reason why this kind of um is very similar to a lot of people to, to talk talk about um you know technical uh charts right you know they see that you know when you have a big spike in the volume part why do people look at it very similarly but you know kind of more in the s- simplistic way is that you know when does the market actually turn around is that you know people need to go in they need to buy it and then the stock keeps falling another 20 percent they get cleaned out and then another you know bunch of people come in and they say i will buy it now they get you know. Know, they buy it and then you know it goes up and down and then it drops another 20 percent and they get washed out and then they, you know and after it's changed time for many many times obviously each stock is different you need to do some kind of analysis but you know after it's changed change has so many times when people have when almost all the people who has uh, who have been holding this stock as a speculation are all washed out that is when the bottom is and so it is not really just about the price, but it is also about the volume that has changed hands. If you can plot that and if you can see that that's also getting healthier, uh, then then we're probably close to the bottom. I want to just add one more thing about the private se- uh, sector. I know that a lot of you are in real estate and is similarly, you know, a lot of you are invested in companies, and I know that there is a really amazing entrepreneur kind of, uh, you know, uh, uh, circle uh, here as well, community here as well. Um, I think on the private side, um, I really, uh, uh, you know, what is important to do uh, really is to extend your runway, whether it's, you know, getting, uh, you know, really uh, maybe raising uh, funds at a much, you know, you know, at, at the most, you know, you know, at your last valuation, or even you know, kind of stomaching the the discount, but do it so that your runway can be extended as much as possible. Or even even on the debt side, you know, interest rates are rising. What does that mean? You need to secure cheaper funding as much as you can before the next raise of the interest rate. So extend your your runway. Um, even you know, at the sacrifice, your valuation it might be painful now, but you know, really, you'd be laughing because um, in the end, in this kind of environment, it is about survival. It is not about, you know, like um, uh, ROI sometimes. It is about actually coming out, you know, coming out on the other end because those who survive, uh, you know, you would lose a lot of the competition along the way if you actually in the end make it, you know, um, then you might actually end up being in pole position Just because you survived, so you know, I think you know that is one of the things that I'm keeping to remind myself, and also you know, the fellow funders, I think founders, I think it's really important to to make sure that you have a healthy runway. Don't live by the day. Um, It is not really the time to to cut things too close. Um, These are the couple of things I think you know. I hope uh, will be useful for this uh, community. And this is Ian. I'm done speaking for now. Thank you.
0: Love it. Love it, man. Listen, it's a lot of stuff going on. It's, oh, yeah. a, it's a lot of stuff going on. We're at the top of the hour though. We're at the top of the hour. I definitely want to pivot back to a couple folk folk uh, because I want to make sure that we drop, you know, we get some real good action steps. We need some real good action steps. So I, I may be pivoting back to a couple folk that I've already went to. And then, you know, even some new folk, but I want to keep the share short so we can get as many action steps as possible um you know cuz listen this we got to get prepared right we got some brilliant minds on the stage uh and we want to find out exactly how they're approaching Right from a mindset perspective, and from an actual, you know, step-by-step perspective, how they're approaching these uh, these times. So that's going to be critical. But before we do that, I need everybody to share the room. Look down at the bottom. You look down at the bottom where you see the one ten. Let's get that up to at least one fifty. If we could do that, we got over four hundred and something people in the room right now. We want to get the shares up to at least about one fifty uh, because we want to move in a spirit of no stingy energy. That's important. <laughs> That's absolutely important. We want to move in the spirit of no stingy energy. So we want to go ahead and hit that share button. Uh matter of fact, while I'm while I'm um I'm 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 hitting the share button as we speak myself, uh, making sure that I'm I'm moving in accordance. So everybody that is on stage and everybody that is inside the audience right now, make sure that you are hitting that share button. That's critically important. Um but Ashley, how how you feeling right now? I know we at the top of the hour. Um, um what it, what, it, what what's your take on this conversation so far? I want to just kind of understand what you what, what you what you hearing.
9: Hey y'all, listen. A couple of things that uh, stuck out with me is get rich. Is that hey, what Dr. O said? Keep it simple.
8: Hey, that good. That's point, man.
9: <laughs> what you get talking about? Me. What you talking about? Everything else, get rich.
8: Uh, yeah. You That's know.
9: Another- yeah, that's what sticks
8: out.
15: That mm-hmm. I like that idea. Yeah. Did you
9: understand the assignment? It was pretty clear. It was real clear. Yeah, it was pretty clear. So I'm, I'm just saying.
0: Get,
4: wealthy. Get, wealthy. Mm. Get
9: wealth. wealth.
4: I like that one too.
9: What are I you like doing? Yeah. What are you doing for your wealth building phase and strategy? That's the question. How do you prepare? Build wealth. Get rich. Let's go. Hey, y'all. I'm Dr. Ashley B. Wilkerson. So happy to have y'all right here in the building. B.O.B. every Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday morning, 6 a.m. Central Standard Time, 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. So excited to have you all with us. If you want to take a deeper dive, you want to hit the link at the top of the screen and join the wealth community where you hear from experts and thought leaders and people with proven track records coming in to share their knowledge and insight with you on a deeper level. So you want to take it deep, make sure you tap in and join the wealth community. We have a little less than 30 minutes left in this segment today. So we want to get to some actionable steps that we all can take to get rich to build wealth, to protect ourselves for the 2022 recession. So if you have a strategy or a tip, we want to popcorn style it and to get as many of those in before we get ready to close the room. Thanks to each and every one of you for always supporting this club and this community. Right Byron, can we give them an extra thank you right quick? Yeah. If it wasn't for them, we would not have the best morning segment on clubhouse, right? So we fact. got, that is well, a fact. to tell for y'all. Thank up it. For right? Got to thank you for showing up. <laughs> we appreciate y'all passing it back to you.
0: Yes, indeed. So with that being said, since we getting rich, I want to pivot to Dr. O. you know what I'm saying? I want to pivot to Dr. O. um, what 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 is your plan in this particular? Or what do you feel people should plan for um, in this particular environment? How should they get rich, in your words, uh, if they're planning on um um, um planning this market? In your opinion, it's Doctor O. Withers. Uh oh, we lost Doctor O maybe maybe her mic is uh, uh won't won't come off mute all
14: right so uh hey Byron yes but i can tell you that that is a direct correlation to growth not being afraid not shrinking back getting rich being smart with your investments um and and really just digging into i love what somebody said about tolling. man that was a gem that makes me think about companies like Amazon and stuff that are not shrinking back, automating what they do where people are being more convenient. Those seem like to be really wise investments in times like this. What do you think about that?
0: I love it. I absolutely love it. You know, what matter of fact, you know, Evan, what's your game plan? What do you think uh, the what are you how are you positioning or how do you think people should position themselves in these times?
14: Well, uh, that was two questions. The first one is how am I, is we're gonna grow through this. So, you know, these recessions, two, three, four years, whatever it is, we're stacking up projects right now that will take us through this, knowing that the prices of wood futures are already on the downswing. So that means we're gonna get opportunities to buy our lumber cheaper than we are today knowing that layoffs are going to be coming or people are going to be afraid of job loss. So we're going to get better pricing on our labor, knowing that all this stuff is coming. We're building and doubling down now so that two, three, four, five years from now, we're going to be on the other side of this and we're going to look like the smartest guys on the planet because we grew through it, getting rich, growth through a time when people were really afraid to move. Just like we said earlier, there are not as many offers on properties, but they're qualified offers, and the prices are not going down. It's just 50, 60% of the trash is out of the way for us to get to the asset. Mm. Prices are still not going down. They may not be trading. Vena made a really good point the other day. She said a property that traded at 100 million two years ago last six months ago could have traded at one twenty. Well today it's trading at one twelve. They're still making money because they thought it was at one hundred. So it's not really, really it's just moving the people out of the way that can't that can't execute or are afraid to execute and leaving opportunities for the people that are serious about growth. That's
16: mm. what it is. Wow. That's amazing. That's amazing. Is it cool if I ask Alvin a question? Yeah, jump in. Alvin, man, thank you for everything that you do, brother. I'm out here in the the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Um, I've just been focusing uh, on doing wholesale deals and uh, working for this lender, this private money uh, lender that I'm working with. But I'm getting tired of sitting on the sideline, and I'm trying to jump in with the big boys. So put me in the game, coach. I will come down to the office, whatever you need. I need to learn from you. I'm kind of getting tired of just kind of doing my own thing because I don't really have that much experience as far as the mm-hmm. investor side. And I, I believe in working with people who have a proven system and strategy. So, man, whatever I got to do, you get, need me to come bring you coffee or <laughs> uh, or intern with you, whatever I got to do to learn the game, brother, I'm willing to drive down. Um, I'm, I'm in Fort Worth, but um, I work in Dallas. So I can come out of office, whatever you need, I'm here.
14: Sound good. Just hit me up. Hit me up next week. Uh, Alvin at multifamilymonopoly.com. And we can talk about it. But I'll tell you, man, uh, the growth thing, what he just said was really powerful. Group economics. Real estate is a relationship business. You can't do it by yourself. You shouldn't be trying to do it by yourself. And when we put our money together, we can do bigger things together. And that just, that, man, many hands make low light. The bigger deal we're trying to pick up, the more people we have involved in it, the easier it is for us to pick it up, and we all share in the wealth. That's how we're gonna get rich, as Doctor O said. Hey, uh, real real
13: quick, Byron, if you don't mind me, just give.
0: A... I think your yeah 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 your yeah. signal is going out. You in the matrix? Yeah. Yes,
14: yeah, he's a, so far mic, yeah, he, yeah, he can't even hear us. Yeah, <laughs> okay. yeah, <even> deep
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. I think uh, I think somebody else was saying something. Um, just wanted to jump in. Who who, who was that?
21: All right, I will jump in. Good morning, good, good morning, morning. <laughs> Ashley O'Neill Diddy. Love you guys. Love this room so much. So, Mar, you know I'm going to say something about the mindset, brain, right? I'm learning all the well stuff from you guys. So, I'm going to be your self-appointed resident psychiatrist here for the moment. But always, you know, uh, in these times, having our game plan together for not freaking out, This is not the time to be worried. This is not the time to be losing sleep. Um, But to really keep it positive, I mean, the folks here in this room know this. So really uh, preaching to the choir. But while we're focused on how do we grow our financial wealth, this is absolutely the time, you know, to focus in on that brain health body health as well. They go hand in hand. So when we're dealing with these sort of things, definitely make sure you know your your sleep is on point. What we're eating is on point. This is not the time for the ice cream and those cravings that we may have when things are bobbing up and down. But let's put that into the game plan of, you know what, I'm going to get a uh, wealthiest in terms of my mindset at this time as well, as opposed to what others might be doing freaking out. This is a time to learn, grow, focus on that and make it fun. That's my contribution this morning. Appreciate everyone. I
0: love it. I love it. That is so important. You know, we've been doing a whole series doctor on mindset um, and, and stuff like that. And we're definitely looking to, to push, um, more information out there on that particular concept because I feel like that space is where I, I feel like most people struggle, even though they think that they just need the um, you know, the 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 practical steps, which the practical steps are great, right? But that mindset piece, if you ain't got that together, trust me, I can I can pour a million strategies on you and you ain't gonna pick up none of them because you're gonna be scared, you're gonna be worried about this, you're gonna you're gonna not believe in yourself, you're gonna have personal doubts and all yeah, all that junk. You got to get rid of that stuff. You got to got to clear that stuff off the table before you can even pick up the strategies to win in life. Um, so I just want to uh, shot shot that out real quick.
21: But yeah, sorry. I'm sorry, dear. Yeah, jump in. Yes, if I may help as you guys are building that out uh, more, I really appreciate seeing all of those rooms. So um, let me know how I may assist if you'd like.
0: Absolutely. Let's 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 talk on. Um, yeah, let's let's talk offline and um and figure that out. Let's figure that out for sure.
21: Sounds great.
0: Uh, yeah. So 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 right now we're talking, you know, this potential recession. Right. What are we doing to hedge ourselves? Um, what what kind of strategies are we putting in place in order to win in these particular times? And we're popcorn style. So anybody can jump in at any given time. Um, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. What are we doing? Who has who, what, what's your strategy? Hey,
5: this is Coach. Cool
0: Absolutely, Coach.
5: A uh, great topic uh, discussion we actually had last night. I'll um, check my Instagram stories. We had the bank ready folks in the room on Zoom talking just about that. Um, and I'm comparing this to, you know, the the 08 situation, the 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 banking crisis situation we had not too long ago and pre-COVID not too long ago. And yeah, I, I like what you said, this potential recession, because, you know, we still haven't, you know, by definition hit it. But it's definitely waters where people are really, really concerned. And, you know, how, how, how? Uh, I love the mindset piece. (laughs) you got to have it. Um, Simplify things. Number one, we talked about this last night. Simplify your approach to the marketplace and don't try to do too many things. You try to do too many things, you're going to dilute your approach in the marketplace right now. If you're noticing, uh, yes, job numbers are going up last quarter, but you also see people getting laid off. You see the business is starting to tighten, what we call leaning. So focus on one thing and make sure you're asking yourself, please, please ask yourself, what is the marketplace asking for right now? Your business may be doing one, two, or three, right? Maybe they want number two more than the others. Give the marketplace what it wants and put your foot on the gas. I like what the brother asked of Al, you know, Alvin to, to, to work with him because he started, started sitting on the sidelines. He was mentally aware he's on the sidelines. So are you mentally aware of where you are in your business? And are you mentally aware of what the marketplace is telling you? The marketplace will scream very loud. And what I noticed is another how focus that approach and get in front of other businesses. Clubhouse is great. The wealth community is one of the more phenomenal things that I've seen come out of this social media space this business space, period. But get in front of those chamber of commerces get on these webinars with the SPAs and the Minority Business Development Agency and the Hub Department. The Hub Procurement Department for uh, University of Texas is going to be online July 1st. I'm going to have the webinar link sent out as much as I can, as soon as I get it. July 1st, University of Texas uh, Systems. Not a lot of people in real estate, especially black and brown folks. I only see white folks, and I only see some Hispanic folks in that room. Again, no CG energy. Get in that room. Because the last month, and I'm going to send the link out to anybody who goes to my um, bio and text EasyBankReady to that number, you'll be on my text list. I will text you that webinar. It's a 145-page PDF, all focused around goods and services that the University of Texas systems need from black and brown people that are minority certified in the state of Texas. If you're not in Texas, what you do, take that same blueprint and contact the major university in, in, in your city, in your state, and say, hey, I want to be a part of your hub department. Procurement list how do I get on? They'll send you a list. They'll send you a checklist. You sign up, you get on. The how is you don't want to just do business with from B to C business to client. You want to do business to business because there, there's a need out there in the marketplace. You have got to find it. And I've noticed B2B hospital systems, university systems, they need what a lot of us have as a service or a business idea that we're doing now. You're posting on IG and trying to get traction, get traction with those folks. Because those contracts and business relationships, they pay well. And last but not least, I'll always give you three words. Get bank ready. <laughs> but the bank ready term is get a business plan written on paper. Get that pitch deck ready. Get your numbers together. Get your performance. together. So, the folks in real estate. You know that, that, that name. You want to be able to speak intelligently and articulate your message at a drop of a hat. If I'm attending a, a historically underutilized business meeting or a hub department or a MBE meeting or a city chamber of commerce meeting or whatever, if I'm sitting in front of Vivica Fox pitching an idea or in front of Cassette Michelle or whomever, if y'all see me post my pictures, I'm getting in front of these people because I need to stay relevant in the marketplace. But you can't hiccup or wonder why. But if you simplify your approach, get that plan written down on paper and get in these other rooms where the recession may happen on the left side, if you see my hand moving but on the right side, this economy ain't going to stop, but it will. Hit those people who are still relevant to the marketplace, and if you can attach yourself to a business, uh, MSDC Minority Supplier Development Council, get in those rooms with those people because that's the private sector. Just like W-2, W two uh, W on on the job side, you want to do diversity and inclusion. They want to do diversity and inclusion with people that are, are minority hue in business. They need y'all, black women, uh, Latino women. They're looking for y'all. Get in those rooms. And you get in those rooms, and what we talked about last night, you can get those contracts. You can be like a lot of my clients that are now working through contracts and getting paid through this, quote-unquote, recessionary time we're in. And once the smoke clears, and we're back to somewhat of a normal, a better, more uh, bullish market, you're attached to government agencies, businesses. You help them with, um, you know, weather the storm. They like you. That's the relationship you can tie into, that you're not so here, so the old way of thinking. Simplify your approach, and get lean, and get mean at this thing, get real efficient and put your foot on the gas and knock this thing out. And that mental approach, that mindset that you have to have, that discipline to stay real focused on what you do best will weather the storm. And that will take you through. And that's the how to take you through this recession. We've done it multiple times before. We're not afraid, but we're very vigilant and diligent. So I hope that helped. But that's what I would advise you as a client. We've seen it works in multiple sectors. doesn't matter what market you're in. Be relevant to the marketplace and make sure you're answering the how and what the marketplace is asking you for. This is coaching. I hope that helped. Thank you.
20: Wow. Hey hey Byron, can I jump in? Yeah, yeah, jump in. Jump
15: in. I want to jump in after him. Yeah,
20: absolutely. So, So I got a few things to say. Um, number one, look, as as entrepreneurs and and investors, we're supposed to be problem solvers, right? And, you know, let's go back to just the old school Warren Buffett, man, whatever. We're supposed to be buying low and selling high. So for me, I always find it interesting when entrepreneurs are crying about uh, opportunities. Right. I look at any type of downturn or any type of shift, because, again, I call it shifts because ultimately. No, no. There is no recession for all industries. There's no recession for all locations, right? Everything is local. Real estate's local. Business is local. Opportunities are local, right? So we should always be looking for opportunities. So if if people are out here not looking for opportunities, you need to be looking at yourself and saying, okay, what am I learning today? What am I doing today? If you are in a business that's doing successful and you're not trying to constantly improve your business, then that's how you get caught slipping, Right? like that's and, and that's not good business regardless of what the market is doing right we should always at all times trying to figure out how to improve ourselves, our business, our mindsets our skills, our knowledge right and when you're doing that you're not so much concerned about what's going on uh, with, with, with such and such and whoever blah blah blah. now let's bring this back to some actual facts. fact of the matter is last month we had 390,000 jobs. Add it to the economy. So let's let's not take one soundbite by a Twitter CEO who's trying to negotiate a deal that he's trying to get out of. Right. Oh, you know, Tesla's losing. Uh, uh, they might uh, uh, lay off some stuff. This, this guy's going to have a, a conversation with the SEC real shortly. So let let's let's not use stuff like that to, to supersede facts. Fact of the matter is, a whole lot of companies thought it was smart to add jobs last month. And 390 is not a small number at all, historically, right? So let, let's let's remember that. And let's also talk about, so one of the reasons why people are talking about inflation is two main reasons. One, we're seeing massive inflation. Two, we're seeing interest rates go down. If your business is based on interest rates, then you need to have a conversation about your business, Number two, inflation. A lot of the inflationary pressures are happening because we have labor shortages. I mean, we don't have enough workers. And yes, if you don't have enough workers working, that absolutely can cause a recession. That's why you're seeing 390,000 jobs uh, being added. And I'm not saying there will or won't be a recession. What I'm talking about is opportunity. Right, So I'm talking about learning. I'm talking about getting smarter. I'm talking about following the money to what Coach is saying. I hope everybody listened to what he was talking about because here's another fact. And I'm going to add on top of what he just said, and I'm going to add on a a larger picture. There is an influx of money that was added to the economy that we have not seen yet. Now, all the bond buybacks and all that, we've seen that. All the cheap interest rates, we saw that. But there's this big thing called the infrastructure bill that got passed. We have not seen that in the market yet. That's what he's talking about, right? So go figure out a way to follow that type of money, right? And that's over a trillion dollars. And when I say we haven't seen it, that money has been allocated, but but it takes time to move through, right? There was no shovel programs, right? So what he's saying is like saying, hey, go follow. Now some of this money is being allocated out to the various municipalities and institutions, and they're now starting to ask people to come bid out. Right. So how about we go start to look at these type of opportunities and say, okay, how can what I do as a business equate to what someone else that has a gang of money, this local institution or whatever? And how can I get a piece of that? Right. That's the kind of stuff that we got to start thinking about. Right. We got to start thinking about opportunity. If you're in a real estate space. Frankly, you should be saying, hey, this is a good thing for me. Right, that, that we're not growing 20% inflate, uh, uh 20%, 20% appreciation every year. Right now, maybe my bid on this property can get actually get uh, that seller might take my bid. Now, uh, it might get a little bit easier for me to do some negotiating. Right now, it might be oh, okay, this is my first, I, I, you know, I didn't have an opportunity to buy a house because it's so expensive. Now, things are starting to slow down a little bit. Right. Now there's more properties coming on the market because some people are getting scared because they're saying, hey, well, I thought my house was worth five hundred thousand dollars and I was trying to wait for five fifty. I better go ahead and get that five hundred now. Right. Like these are the real things that are happening. Right. And so but if we stay our if we stay in the mud, if we stay paralyzed watching whatever news, silly news channels we're watching. Right. Because all they're doing is trying to do shock headlines to keep us watching. Right. Instead of actually trying to figure out ways to make money. That's how you get caught slipping in a potential downturn or whatever, right? So for me, it's about being a constant learner. It's about being educated. It's about being around smart people. And it's also about following the money flows, right? Some of these things, and then then I'm laying my plan on this. Some of these industries or businesses that are going down, They were simply propped up by cheap money over the last two years. They did not, you know, some of these businesses were never, weren't good business or they could not adjust to the changing market of where the new economy is going, right? They weren't going to digital. They weren't doing technology and things of that nature. They were still trying to do what they did 15 years ago, right? So, yes, some of those businesses are going to suffer if they want to stay in the mud. And if you don't want to be one of those businesses, go figure out how you can add technology, add information Add knowledge and add resources to your business so you can grow. This is how we're going to move forward, y'all. we got to stay aggressive, but aggressive in the right ways. Um, I'm on Najib Bonds. I'm done.
8: Oh, we, oh,
0: we, man. Listen, this, this conversation is, has been absolutely phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. Um, listen, I hope, I hope y'all took, and shout out to Crystal for just joining the stage. Um, you know, um, and, and Dimple and Erica and Caitlyn in the building. Yes, I'm saying. Good
20: to see you. Good to see you, man.
0: Yes, indeed. Um, you know, listen. You know this. This is one of those conversations, and and I hope everybody was paying attention to what Coach uh, and Anajay just said. Um, I hope y'all was able to tie those two pieces together. If you did not pick up what they put down, I'm going to kind of just put a little summary piece together. Anaje, real, real quick. You just said that we just passed the infrastructure bill of a of, of trillion dollars or better, right? Is that what you just said? Yep. Coach, you just said that at a lot of these different functions, these governmental, uh, uh, you know, these, uh, let me, let me, Chamber of Commerce and all of these different meetings that are happening um, locally, um are they going to be receiving some of these funds or how, how does that how does that work can can you break that down will it be some funding available for that cuz i just want to understand uh, if we yeah. can tie these things together or not
5: uh, the funding was earmarked last year. They have the money right now. What the meetings are about is, hey, we got the money. Here's the project. What do you do? Plug and play. It's already in play. Next uh, July 1st, the, the, the UT meeting is going to be about what? Developments on their campus site. So they're looking for real estate professionals right now that are black and brown women. The, the money's already there in the bank. They just need to cipher it out. Credit unions have the money for projects already there. You've got to have you plan ready to go.
0: so so what i'm hearing what i'm hearing coach when you put that together is that listen we already have businesses okay um and maybe we can allocate some of those business resources to some of the projects that these people may be having going on to get that consistent revenue coming in and maybe even scale that revenue right and then at the same time still run our, our same business is that is that kind of what i'm hearing coach
5: Yes sir, that is what you're hearing Because they need you to scale And they have the opportunity But they don't do the work They need you to do the work mm. Yes sir
0: So so imagine that Imagine that Imagine you having some consistent Ongoing income coming into your business right? While you scale up other pieces of your business That you are already doing See, I think if you miss that piece You will sleep as hell
7: Wake your ass up You understand what it I'm speedifies. saying? They got that money right now. Who, who CDFIs. that? CDFIs. Who, who that, Los? Yeah. Your local CDFIs, they tapped into that money right now.
5: Tell them, Los. Mm. And here's, here's what I'm going to say that you, y'all. If y'all look at the CARES Act, the money went to two places. Native Americans, those, those tribal organizations... That was number one. And number two, in the CARES Act in the details, it says going to your CDFIs, $2 billion in credit just went there last month, last month, last month. So that's even more money just kind of sitting there waiting for y'all minority businesses to get what we call bank-rated, but y'all been sleeping on that. And funny thing about these projects, uh, Byron, they're two, three, five-year projects. So talk about whether in a recession, you go through this recession, you still on top of the business relationship because it takes a couple years to do these projects.
0: Just a little note for that Wow And so tell me this In bank ready When we talking bank ready Who on stage right now Can help folk get bank ready I know Lose can help people Get bank ready Is that correct Lose?
7: Yeah Yeah I, I can help people But you know I'm selective And the people I help you No, know, Coach he, he he got a You know He let the floodgates open You know what I'm saying I, I only help people Who really business owners Who really got credit and, and 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 we take it to another level
0: Okay So here's the thing y'all bank ready okay you got to be bank ready you got to go to some of these meetings some of these local meetings okay um and you and you also have to understand that it is it is over a trillion dollars in the marketplace that the government is getting ready to infuse capital into the market that you can be positioned to take advantage of if you have all of these other components together bank readiness that's important okay
7: okay on, on top of the all the, the other billions that ain't been claimed already.
0: Mm. Wow. Well, you know, I hope I hope a lot of people like Shayna, I hope Shayna heard that, right? I hope uh uh who else? Uh Andrea, I hope you heard that, right? Um it, it's a lot of people in the room. I hope y'all heard that. Grace, who else? I hope I hope you heard that. Uh Kita, Shan, uh Katrina, I hope you heard that. You understand what I'm saying?
15: Loud and clear,
0: loud. Byron loud Did you hear it loud clear. and clear? I just want to make sure yeah. we on the same page Not only
15: did not only did I hear that uh, Coach Austin, Los, I gave you a follow on the gram I was following you before, but Instagram deleted me I was cussing out some racist people But that's okay, I'm going to follow you again And we're going to get this business started Y'all heard? Because that was really, really key info that they gave Especially for black and brown women It's a lot yeah. of opportunities for us to get that
0: Claudia, did you hear that? Uh, uh, Kaya, did you hear that? I just, I'm just trying to understand. Natasha, did you hear that? Crystal, I'm calling y'all out right now. I need, I need a reply in the comments right Call now. <laughs> I need that. I'm just trying to make sure we understand. We all on the same page. You need. But anyway,
7: you know. What hey, I, I need, I need them to just go get credit, bro. I, I, I need them to get credit. If they can get business credit, they need to get it. But credit is another way without even no big talk knowing a whole bunch of stuff you can weather a storm with credit it's a lot of 0% cards out here right now I, I would advise y'all tap into that uh, and and you know shift some of y'all balance on that 0% for 18 months 24 months 20 months like they got, city got it out here citizens got it out here Bank of America got it out here BMO got it out here it's a lot of 0% interest out here cards man take advantage of that shit right now wow Andrea, you wanted to say something before we head up out of here.
10: Man, I was trying to say it before all this good stuff.
11: Um <laughs> <laughs> <Now> you gotta <laughs> follow, I follow I the good stuff, stuff. It's all good.
10: I mean, I just wanna talk to the corporatepreneurs real quick. Um, one income is too close to no source of income. So if you are in corporate America, don't rely just solely on that one stream of income. Get yourself a position to start that side business right now make sure you have your emergency fund in place just in case something was to happen and um,
8: yeah,
10: and then look into what Lose is
8: talking about Mm.
0: well I think we done did it we done did it Ashley what you think about that
9: I think so I think you all understood the assignment I think you
8: did
0: Mm. well I think some folk got help today and um, you know we gonna help some folks some more folk tomorrow you know um, we, happen, we we even happen the hard head folk out here
9: You know what I know we've had Lowe's to the Wealth community twice now Thank you Lowe's for tapping in and giving the value I think we need to go ahead and get Coach on in there So he can talk and give us more we need insight On the bank <laughs> So we need to need go to ahead be there that day. And schedule that ASAP You know, kind of like P I A S A P A S A P.
0: Every now and then (laughs) she'll bust a (laughs) flow. Every now and then she'll bust a flow.
7: You know what I'm saying?
9: Whatever so day that
7: is, to that. I'm tapping into uh, Ashley. Make sure y'all Absolutely put me in on that.
9: Absolutely, We need to go ahead and get that on the calendar. Because listen, you all are missing out. I had Coach do a session in the Phenomenal Women Leading Community for me. Which, by the way, tonight in the Phenomenal Women Leading Community, we have Real Estate 101, 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Make sure all of you all pull up. Roll through, tap in. But I had Coach come do a session for me, and he talked about bank ready. He talked about governmental contracts. He talked about grants. That session went for four hours, all facts, all content, all information. He answered every single person's question, and they still did not want to leave. It was that much Information, so Byron, I'm saying we need to get them into the wealth community.
0: Well, Diddy, you think we can make that happen? What, what you think, Diddy? What, what, what's the game plan, man? We gonna we gonna get that done, or you know, we gonna reach out? We can out?
1: make it happen next Thursday, hey, man, if you like.
0: When did say he on go time? Listen, we giving away over what we giving away six thousand dollars this week. Um, tomorrow. Um, For the deal challenge For everybody in the wealth community We will be giving away that money We already got some folk That's looking like They finna be taking that money man They finna be taking that money uh, On Thursday I'm excited about that Because Results is what the game is about It's all about results And we want to monetize results we want to monetize results because if we ain't getting no results, listen, man, I feel like, man, I'm talking for nothing and nothing is whack. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to just be out here talking for nothing, man. This 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 is about results. This is about generational wealth. This is about everybody being able to join into the gang of growth, excellence, wealth, expansion, growth, growth. Right? That's what it's about. And if everybody is not taking a piece, it's no fun. It's no fun. We need everybody at the cookout doing big things so we can have normal conversations without feeling like we're bragging. You ever felt like you was bragging diddy whenever you went to the cookout and you can't even explain your situation, you know what I'm saying, correctly because you feel like you bragging? You ever felt that way, diddy?
1: Yeah, you got to kind of, you got to, you got to brag with a little bit of, you could do it too. Yeah.
0: You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm trying to normalize me being able to discuss situations and then not come off like I'm bragging.
7: Yeah. Or you got to be quiet and listen that to what everybody else got going yeah. on. And be like, yeah. Like, like, yeah. Like, like, I know see, what you're talking, talking about,
0: about <laughs> man. I know
1: what you're talking
7: about. You know, I got a
1: cousin, right? He told me, you know, he wanted to do real estate too, right? Yeah. You know, cause a little different, you know, he, you know, his occupation a little different and, yeah. um. I said, "Cuz I want you to read this book." He said, "No, nah, I want to work with you." I said, "No, you got to read the book first. <laughs> you mindset first, man. Mindset first. first, man. Oh
9: man, we gonna get it together. <laughs> Diddy is funny. So, Diddy, you were you got the humble brag going on. <laughs>
1: yeah man i'll be trying to tell them you know when when it's when you tell people to read a book they get ghost on you for some reason i don't know what that's about oh, you you give me like
7: nah that ain't it cuz i want to get in the houses man i'm different <laughs> I, I'm, I'm telling it all today yeah i don't oh, get, get no out. books i want to make money like bro <laughs> i'm trying to read nothing i'm going to do real estate
15: i don't want to read nothing
7: <laughs> book. somebody better get oh,
15: a book, book. I want to I book, learn how book, to do it.
1: Book, I just want to do read. it. Yeah, Gus yeah, yeah. said he, oh re- he don't like to read. He just want to flip houses. So yeah, he want to go right, right work on in.
20: That way. <laughs> Somebody better get some.
8: Speaking money of reading, up, reading,
9: let me let me ask y'all this. Speaking of reading, since we talk about reading, <clears> who want to tell me a book they're reading right now? How about that? Who's reading a book right now?
1: Right down called Relentless by Tim Grover.
9: Relentless, all right. Who else reading the book right now?
1: The end oh, of who all a
9: billionaire. The what? What billionaire? It's who Natasha. said that? It's Natasha. I said, who wants to be a billionaire? Hey, Soror. Hey, Soror. Lovely I mean, we should, all, Kelsey we Kelsey should Kelsey. all be milk billionaires. That's I'm, I said it wrong. We should oh, all wait. be billionaires. We should all be billionaires, all right? Who else is reading a book right now? Atomic Habits. Oh, my gosh. I'm reading that book. That's one of the books I'm reading right now, too. I think,
0: Crystal, which one you
9: want? Outliers by Malcolm Gladwell. That's a good one. That's a good one. That's a
8: good one. Basically, just as an overview, it kind of just
10: talks about like when you look at like the Steve Jobs of the world or those other like big innovators and pioneers, what we're all like most of the time we're like, oh, they're just super unique, brilliant people. And most of the time they're not. It was your circumstances, whether that's by way of environment, being positioned in a certain way, and even just the time frame. And right now, where we're at, we're going into another wealth shift. So, this would be the point for us to kind of try to figure out what is it that we should be doing or what direction should we be going in like for instance with bill gates his parents apparently like had computers or something like that ahead of time which is how he was able to then have the know-how to be like oh this is something that i could do so now that we're going into this possible wealth shift where should we be focusing our efforts so that we could be one of those innovators
21: or pioneers
9: amen all right
5: (laughs) Hey, hey the I'm, 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 I'm actually reading Money Master of the Game by Tony Robbins. But if y'all look at my uh, avatar, oh, it awesome. is. <laughs> yeah, and if y'all look at my avatar, I actually wrote two books. Uh, I'll be putting them out next week. Y'all also Woo-hoo. hear about blockchain and NFTs, right? And, you know, I'm real big on. Woo-hoo. I'm real big on fundamentals, so definitely probably need to bring that out. I'll, I'll wait till the Wealth Community Night next Thursday, and I'll drop the books then. But there's two books that a black man wrote about blockchain and NFTs, The Fundamentals, The Basics, so you don't get confused in this
1: new market. How at your boy. Coach already going crazy. <laughs> he ain't even came in yet.
5: Oh. He ain't
0: came in yet. He coming he in aggressive. He
9: ain't in, in yet. He's
0: coming in aggressive. It's
9: Thursday. Yeah. It's about to go down. You know what? Someone just asked me, how can I find the replay of coaches session listen if you go to the phenomenal women leading club page and scroll down you will see coaches session right there in the replays tap into it you'll get all the value or you can click the link at the top of the screen become a member so you can be a part of the session next thursday via zoom all right so go ahead and as well, listen. One of the books that I am starting to read is called we The, the Hands Off Investor. The Hands Off Investor. That's what I'm starting to read right now. I'm gonna tap into this book. Thank y'all so much for rocking with us today. Y'all understood the assignment. You're that to prepare for the 2022 recession. Get rich.
8: <laughs> yes, sir. Start
0: your wealth building. In hey. we're finna get rich during the recession,
8: paper.
4: We've been fucking around for 48 months straight. I won't judge
0: you if if you getting rich you during this recession, play. go ahead and put a, a number one I in don't the chat. <laughs> <play.
8: laughs>
0: if you ain't playing with scared money, you know what I'm talking about. You ain't got that scared money. You got that brave money. Put a number one in the chat. I just want to understand what's going on. We ain't got no scared money over here, man. We we got that strong brave money. You need
8: number one in the chat. That's it. Body
1: in motion <laughs> Hey what Song is there right there
0: That's that Body in Motion DJ Khaled Body in motion You got me Bryce Intilla so Little so baby Way
9: way Hey riding Dubai hey. hey. I like the video
0: live tonight and the phenomenal women leading with Ashley tonight going over real estate 101 you did it
3: I wanna see y'all pull like up. I'm yes. Like I stacked the pancakes like Betty Crocker. And I do the day, she to suck me. I'ma crash. Tugger on a vacay, brand new product bag. I just wanna spoil you every day I can. You ain't gotta rap, I give you your advance. I bought a renew, titties and bought a rental. If you, you jamming right
0: now, you doing it like a, a a simple bot right now. A, a you understand right you know, what I'm saying? Put a number two in the chat. I just wanna understand who really vibing out right now to this little jam situation.
9: Six
7: thirty PM Eastern Standard Time. Six thirty PM Eastern Standard Time. Phenomenal moment of the you got me so done, Baby, I'm so
10: done. Wake your ass up.
0: <laughs> Listen. If anybody wanted to get into the real estate space and you're just wanting to know the fundamentals, the basics, the the, the, the ground floor information to be able to get started in that particular space, be in the building tonight. We're going to be covering all of that. That that step A, that step B, that step C situation. That's what we're going to be dealing with, okay? Uh, So make sure you're in the building tonight. Phenomenal women leader. Make sure you're following Ashley, Dr. Ashley V. Wilkinson. Let's be clear. (laughs) I'm just going to let this thing vibe all the way out. I was going to cut it, but I said, fuck that. I'm going all the way out with this one
7: right
8: here.
7: Body in motion. You got me so done focused. Baby, I'm so done.
0: I got
2: it bad for you, bad, bad for you, bad. bad
0: And y'all stuck around Baby, so too. It's 329 folk in here vibing out. I can dig it, man. Y'all my people. Baby, you're <laughs> if you still here right now, you, you are definitely my kind of people because you understand beautiful. the vibe. Sometimes it be phenomenal. about the
1: vibe. I'm just saying. You're amazing. Shout out to the affirmations Most by DJ Khaled You
0: know what I'm saying? gonna come through with it.
16: Hey
1: man,
0: y'all be blessed, man. Have a phenomenal day.